Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. I'm Tara. I'm Robin. And we are TNR from uh, the November Rain podcast, Nothing Lasts Forever. And we talk GNR. Yeah, we talk GNR. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 289 albums in his Pike series. And we're going to listen to them three at a time. This is Getting Head. Oh, Does he do this every time? Yes, we do. I think we, they we both do. Oh, yeah. Were they both doing it? harmonizers. <laughs> cool. Welcome, boss logs, slunks, friends, and bucketheads. This is episode 40 of Getting Head, a bucket cast. We've reached our fourth decade. How yeah. does it feel? Number, that's uh, the big 4-0. How, how do we feel about this, everybody? We're, we're each creeping closer and closer to that every day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not ready for it, <laughs> and... I was thinking about this earlier. I'm just going to ignore it. I was thinking about this earlier. We were talking about Weedus's teenage dirtbag, and technically I'm 32 years old, mm-hmm. uh, which is two teenage dirtbags. I'm a double dirtbag. Oh, is God. that is that how you think about your life just completely? <laughs> is teenage, that how you like, yeah. Dirtbag. It's kind of like how Robin and I like judge time and distance in November mm-hmm. rains, like you yeah. do it in, and, and a teenage, teenage to you is 16. Yeah, is I that mean, what well, I'm that's hearing? like the, the, the uh, archetypal teenage yeah. year. It's when you uh-huh. get your license. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. it. Get a driver. A lot car. happens when yeah. you're 16, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Spencer, Sweet, I'm wrong. told. Spencer uh, counts and does his math in uh, base Wheatus. <laughs> I get, yeah right uh-huh. that's what exactly. i was going for so very cool extremely cool. yeah yeah so yeah. uh, well, uh we have guests today welcome guests yay we're excited I, to be you here uh, kind of introduced yourself already but uh i thought we were supposed we were, to i told you to so uh but because i actually was unsure as i so, started talking uh, anyone uh, who listens to our show might know because we announced it uh, we were on your podcast a few weeks ago um, this is true. Talking mm-hmm. about Buckethead and uh, kind of their relationship to GNR, but also just uh, Buckethead's relationship to themselves. Uh, why don't you tell us? Are you referring to Buckethead as they, yeah. them? No, I, I actually, well, I, I refer sometimes. to most people as they, them, just because I'm queer as hell myself. Oh, so well. I live in uh, Seattle. I, okay. And so like, so many of my friends are constantly like, you know, just like fucking with their own gender. I just go the safe route. Oh, I know boy. Spencer yeah. is a he, him because he can't be anything else. Like, look at <laughs> look at his fucking mustache. No queer would ever have I do that have shit. a mustache. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Buckethead's pronouns are bucket slash head. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. agree. Or it could be like something about a chicken, mm. like cluck. Ooh, cluck. yes. Ooh, uh, that's pretty good. Uh, that's good. That's good, uh, Robin. That's a good joke. Getting, uh. getting there. Somewhere. It's in that area. Yeah, yeah. There's uh. something there. We'll, come, we'll See, get back to you how, with that joke. We'll work on that joke and get back Look to at how evolved we are. After Buckethead right. month, oh. like Robin and I talked about in our last mm-hmm. episode that we recorded yeah. for our podcast, uh-huh. how life changing this has been. And Buckethead month is only supposed to be the month of June, but we're already like at the end of July, and it's just like going on and on yeah, and it's on. It's a bucket year. year. It's, it's going to be a bucket year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bucket year. Okay, oh, I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. 
So yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, why don't you why don't you tell us a little bit more about your uh, podcast? Nothing lasts forever. And, the one we were and on. your life. Yeah, what's and, your life, life like? What's up? What's like? going on with your artistic project <laughs> and with your personal life? If you care to tell us you anything know? about that, you know what what's keeping you up at night? What existential dread <laughs> are <laughs> you obsessing we're about? I'm a, a little much. I'm a Spencer. fucking mess. <laughs> Well, our podcast is called Nothing Lasts Forever, and it is the number one November Rain-themed podcast of 2021. Um, basically, we analyze and assess the music video November Rain by the American rock and roll band Guns oh, yeah. N' Roses. Yeah. And we, you know, we call it the NRU, the November Rain universe, and we take a lot of liberty with that um, in what we can pull into it and, t- and talk about. Um, Buckethead obviously is a big player in the November Rain universe as a, you know, because of his tenure in Guns N' Roses. And um, we kind of go off the rails in a lot of other ways too. <laughs> like a crazy um, train? We're both ADHD, so it's out of control. Like what a was crazy that? train? Like a crazy train. We're going yeah, off it goes off the rails. Uh, we, well, that's like Robin, like ruining my Slash fantasy. Who was telling me that Slash was like notorious for peeing in the oh, bed? Oh, no, no. It, it goes beyond that. Was There's that, so many gross things about Slash. One of my favorite. Well, we know he has general oh, warts. Everyone in LA. Who but, does uh, it? <laughs> yeah, come on. Like it's 2021. It's the entertainment okay. industry. That's, so people that's that have like gender warts. Slash. Um, Britain. So Spencer. <laughs> Zachary Wilde. Ozzy Osbourne. Maybe Zach like, Wilde. Let's go. But yeah. He pees about it and he does other gross things um, like yeah, hang out with snakes. snakes. He, yeah, he, very so, so, so uh, going back to Slash yeah. real quick, my favorite gross thing about Slash is yeah. according to a uh, sound engineer on a couple of their albums, uh, M- Mikaja Ryan. <laughs> yeah, we talked this. about this before, Spencer. We talked about this. A- apparently, <laughs> his quote here is... Um, I think I brought this up. You actually. did, you did. Yeah. Uh, he did have a habit. I don't know if you ever noticed, he concentrates so hard when he's doing the solos that his lower lip protrudes, and he drools. He drools on himself. And it will yes. eventually spill over to the long strings of saliva all the way down to the ground. It happened in the studio multiple times. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Ah. You love to see it. You love a drooler. I mean, you know, you know, He's... he cranked out some great solos while drooling, though. Like the Appetite for it. Destruction sh- solos are all like top tier solos for what they are at the time. Like they're oh good. yeah. And if if you watch the their live, some of their kind of um, they have a couple of like live concerts that are uh, like on YouTube or whatever. Some high def ones. There's an old one from MTV in 87 mm-hmm. live at the Ritz. And then also they have the, the use your illusion tour era one. Mm-hmm. And he is so wasted constantly on stage mm-hmm. and probably drooling, yeah. potentially peeing, yeah. but he's smoking a cig the whole time. Smoking a cig. How does the cig not slide that's a good out? Qu- also, oh, that's a great imagine, question. Yeah. Imagine peeing yourself in leather pants. <laughs> Like that's such God. an interesting material <laughs> to urinate. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Like, sure. I own two for pairs sure of leather pants. I've never peed in them, but now I kind of want to just to see, <laughs> no, just to have the yeah. true Can you do that? slash just report experience. Back. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Let's do it. Let, let's let, let's have that be our first reel that we upload to, uh, to the the IG. Yeah. 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 Britain pees his Britain pants. Yeah. His leather Lincoln pants. Bio. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll just we'll get we'll get uh, some feedback from you. We'll we'll learn what it's like. You know, we'll try to put ourselves in Slash's pants, if you will. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be an interesting like reality show. Is like live 
a day in Sasha's life. <laughs> well, we, with- Robin, we've encouraged our, you know, our low, our low, like listenership to do the slash. You'll never know. You'll never know how Slash lives until you pee a mile in his pants. <laughs> yeah, and then you have like, I, so I'm really, <laughs> really upset about his uh, love for dangerous killer, uh, deadly animals. Yeah. Oh yeah. So mm. he has like a house full of like. Uh, you mean a pit? So just right? like convert bathrooms into yeah. hundreds of snakes. But then Slash's wants- house pit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then he. MDV pits. Oh God! And then there's this. Wait, story. what was the thing you just said, Robin? The cobras. Okay, so there's a story. Yeah, in you're his... really fixated on the cobras. Yeah, it's fucked up. Like, yeah, I just oh, don't know God. if I buy it. I just saw that a cobra got loose in some neighborhood recently. It's so fucked was it up. Slide? Was it in Tarzana? No, it was, it was a, a TikToker's cobra. Oh God. Oh no. Okay. Um, but there's a story in his biography that the giant like Northridge earthquakes happened at 5 a.m. And he woke up in the middle of the night in, in a panic because his um, brother-in-law was sleeping in the other room, but also there were several deadly animal venomous snakes in the house uh. and a mountain lion. Yeah. So he's like, you, you never included that. Yeah, you had a fucking mountain lion. Just the cub. What happened to it eventually? I, I think he, you can't keep I him. I think it was his pet. I don't know for a bit. You can't keep him. Yeah. That, that I learned seems the hard way. Maybe illegal. it's P22. Yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah. God, I, I, Maybe it's maybe it's at the zoo. I just I just love what happens when dumb metal dudes become absurdly wealthy. Like yeah. no, they're just no, like I have sure. this weird metal, obsession. Metal, Let's metal do people. It. <laughs> I mean, like present company included. Like fucking morons. Oh, yeah. No, if, if I became and like oh. I could only be. I can't even tell you the dumb shit I would do. Same with here. Like if, oh, so, yeah. if if suddenly I was just independently wealthy. If just, I just had like twenty million in my bank account tomorrow, and Spencer knows this. Like mm-hmm. my life would be over within a year, but Same. it would Probably. also be one of the greatest books ever written about anything. Like it oh, would, dude, it would you'd be go incredible. too hard. Like I oh. know so many you billboards. Well. That's not be. good. <laughs> we just buy every billboard in Los <laughs> yeah. Angeles. Oh, I recently looked it's, into. I write that down. Tommy Wiseau of making dumb metal decisions. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, There's, I, you know what, Tommy Wiseau's billboard. That's is it still there? No, it, no, it was there it's for not. Like it's actually been gone for years, years or something. It's been gone it for years, forever. Huh. But um, he really, him and Angeline, really, you know, I think I want to make paved the way for, for people like Robin and I. Governor. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she should be um, governor, <laughs> Robin. Well, did you hear all this thing that's happening? That Wait, um, Gavin Newsom, he forgot to fill out the form right, so his yes, party won't be listed. He'll be listed as like an independent. I mean, he'll, he'll, I mean the, the Newsom's own like a third of the real estate in California. He, he yeah, he but literally that's cannot lose. So imagine all the billboards. I know, I know, no, it's, it's bad. Little... Like you know, the Newsoms, the Pelosi's, the Gettys—they own all of fucking California, and none of them Feinstein. should ever be in politics. But there they are. There they are. Yeah, Diane Feinstein's just oh Feinstein. Away. We don't. Oh God. I mean, with dementia, Spencer. Do you care about politics? No, Spencer, I have no idea who we're talking about. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's, I, I hate know so boring. I know who those boring. people are. Who cares? I know who those people are, and you know what? I don't give a shit. I recognize it's. Well, I mean, it's you, like, you, you at least like listen to the dollop. Like, I still like, they think, had a like, great dollop on Diane Feinstein, and what a piece of shit she yeah, is. Yeah, that's like, true. I do. I do listen to the dollop. Yeah, come uh, on, a wonderful podcast. I mean, I think the greatest American politician was Jesse Ventura. Hell yeah. No. Hell yeah! That's my man. Yeah, you know what he is? He's a sexual yeah. motherfucking tyrannosaurus. That guy. He, he is, is a legend, best. and um, I, I, uh, 
A true class me, act. Me and my brother watched the entirety of his uh, show Conspiracy Theory, and it's uh, amazing. I watch a lot of that. It's amazing. Yes. Like, all it is is, like, him, like, coming up to, like, a secret, like, a, a lockdown government place, and he's like, what? You're not going to let a former Marine, a former governor of Minnesota, it's inside your facility? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, this is a government facility, and you're a former governor. He's like... I see how it is. You have secrets. <laughs> and then that's it. That's like the whole show. It's amazing. He's so, you ever see the episode of X-Files with him and Alec oh, Trebek? Like he's, God. Jesse Ventura is just a wonderful, crazy man. He's a crazy man. Perfect, perfect person. Yeah. So. This is, we've talked about this a little bit. That's the only, only politicians yeah. I like. But we've talked about this in relation to the governor, mm. right? Oh, yeah. Yes, so my man. one thing that I recently learned is... Guess how many Terminator movies he made after he was governor? You were really fixated two, on this. Because imagine, imagine Jesse Ventura Afterwards, going back made, into wrestling. He made, let's see, Salvation. Well, he was not then, in Salvation. Um, Genesis. He was not in. He was not and, in Salvation. He was in Genesis. Well, Robin and I argued about that. And, he was, but wasn't he like he, like a CGI he, like, him? The was, character like, appeared. Yeah, the yeah. CGI like him was there. Yeah, because I, yeah. I argued that too. Robin argued against it. We agreed. Fine I, I today. But yeah. Salvation. Well, <laughs> you're, this is your point of your argument. Is he keeps making Terminator movies? Of course, he keeps making Terminator movies. The greatest franchise of all time. Why would he ever stop? I find a, a lot wrong now. with that statement. Yeah, I mean, the the if he stopped if they stopped at number two, it would be the greatest action franchise yeah, ever created. Yeah, yeah, uh, but so he, they didn't. Ironically, <laughs> I, truly, he, truly ironically. I'm a Terminator, fan. the governor, and then the Terminator again. Yeah, it's cool. It's so wild. It is pretty cool. I, be thought like Dark, Jesse I thought Dark Fate was good. But also, um, Jesse the Body Ventura will never ever go back to wrestling uh, because he's basically been blacklisted entirely from all wrestling. Uh, he tried. What does it take to get blacklisted uh, you know, from wrestling? Because you could like murder well, your you, wife you know, and you, you still know what have, like, it was, a tribute was show. In the early nineties, Jesse Ventura tried to uh, organize a union for the WWF. Oh, and of course he did. He's so and, cool. And what? Hulk fucking what Hogan sold him out and told on him and got him fired and blacklisted from wrestling forever. So, dude, I did wow, not fuck know that. Hulk Hogan. That cool. Hulk Hogan's a fucking uh, scab piece of shit. Jesse oh Ventura. My God, you guys, you know, we're politicizing everything. Awesome. Leave WWE. Can we just leave no, alone? No, no. It, it, ha- it, is, it is political. <laughs> what? You like Roman Reigns? We, you like you, Roman every Reigns? Time, or every something? time you support what WWE, and every time you watch right. WWE, you're supporting you know Vince what? McMahon, you're supporting the Republican Party, so you're a hypocrite. <laughs> Either you got to get rid of it entirely, or you got to let it be. You don't get. You don't get to have it both ways. Did, did, Linda did, McMahon. Did you for- just put a promo on me? <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, believe you just cut a promo on me, yo. <laughs> what if what if it stood for World Wrestling Erections? I don't know. Okay. Are you trying to bring like, levity oh, Tara, to the situation, your... Spencer? Because fuck you. <laughs> Do I have Tara, tell him your new joke. <laughs> My fuck it head joke. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, do it, do we're it. ready. Lay or, it on me. Or, 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 no, it's it. not it's a joke. Not. It's just fuck it head, but he wears a Popeyes bucket. That's it. It so is, we have we have actually have you guys talked well, about like alternative chicken well, buckets? Uh, kind of. We've we've talked about Fuckethead being a um like a prophylactic that is like a condom. Oh, but the, the I didn't tip, come up with Fuckethead. The tip head. is like a little like, KFC bucket. You know. Oh that's, my god, that's, that's a the good reservoir idea. tip. You know. Yeah. Mm, nice. You can nice. fill up fill well, it up with a uh, sixteen it. piece of your own or whatever. <laughs> like you really we tried to a avoid a sixteen piece, right? What I more than more than just to be again a month without coming up with fuck it head, which is so cool. I can't believe we never talked about church's chicken bucket, Popeye's bucket. Yeah, well, well, 
Uh, maybe like even Safeway so, chicken so, buckets. So uh, I believe KFC hasn't actually used buckets for their chicken for well, yeah, four we, or five we, they've years. Boxes yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, it's a box. Yeah. So I box. during Buckethead month, I reached out to KFC mm-hmm. and I slid into the Colonel's DMs. You also sent them an email, and I sent an email to their media mm-hmm. company to get an answer on what they feel. And I have not heard back. The, the thing I'm is, really they, curious, they straight up have never even replied to Buckethead on the subject. They just don't care. Interesting. They just wow, don't care. no comment. It's a no comment situation. Huh. No comment from and KFC. And like everyone thought that they had intervened uh, sometime in like 2008 or when so. When he was wearing the yeah, white bucket. Yeah. He's uh, changed to the white bucket for about four or five years at that point up until like yeah. 2013, why? 2014. But then he just started wearing the old bucket again. And like no one knows why. No one knows any reason. He just did. And so. I think that I, that was probably like a. Um, you know that was probably like a, a like a an a chosen action by him to kind of like a preventative action. Maybe like he felt yeah. like they were getting a little weird, so he was like, "Oh, cool, I'll just do white bucket for a while." And then he was like, "Yeah, they probably don't care about me anymore. I'm just gonna do this." Yeah, I think that's probably right. <clears throat> I, I don't think it's like bad advertising for KFC. No, it's not. Yeah, Rob, yeah. me and Robin weren't terribly interested in KFC. Uh, I think at any point in our uh, yeah, lives, I'm, no, still I'm pretty, not. I'm pretty yeah. interested in KFC now. I would say I, I I'm not interested in KFC, but I also like <laughs> I don't I don't know if what Buckethead is doing is marketing for them, but it's also like not a not bad optics. You know what I mean? Because like people yeah. like him, he's a wholesome guy. People wear the buckets too. I mean, we haven't gone. <clears throat> what? I mean, I don't KFC. eat meat, so... Yeah, she's vegan. I'm vegan, too. Yeah. Yeah. I assume you guys too. are both vegan. I'm, I'm just... No, no. I, 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 oh, I thought with all the comrade garbage. shit, you probably were, too. Okay, my bad. Um, unions. Yeah, unions, comrades, veganism, it all is just wrapped oh, no, up. No, no. It's basically no, no. one thing, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> what about, sex what about, positive what about all of a meat sudden? packers unions? Come on. Like, those are the biggest unions of all. People who just handle meat all yeah, you day. Got a, you got a point. Putting meat, yes, meat, handlers. meat in bags. That's it. That's their job. Yes, yeah, unionized. Beautiful. Setting. Hell yeah. Yeah. The union's a union, Robin. <laughs> I know. I just, I can't. The image of uh, the meat going in the bags really upset me for a somewhere. second. Okay. What's up with you? Uh, oh, we're still on the what's up with us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, okay. I guess we're still, yeah, on the fucking intro <laughs> part. I'm going to have to edit <laughs> cool. this down right. uh, a lot. Um, I don't know. Uh, a bunch. Uh, gosh, I have a couple stories from this week. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, like I have a story that relates to you. Which really? Because I, I have a story up. that relates to you, too. I mean, it's probably Aww. the same story because yeah. it's like my story is that we got really fucking blackout drunk the other day. <laughs> we did. And that was fucked, is that it? dude. <laughs> like it was a fucked up time. Yeah. What you guys? Did you guys do something? Did you guys we just we just hung out and had like six beers each, which you I, I don't know. I just just made me drunk beers. as fuck. Yeah. Um, we just yeah. well, three of those beers were at a local brewery that makes quite strong beers. So that probably had something to do with so, it. Mm-hmm. So that that's mm-hmm. actually uh, not my story of hanging out with you. It's actually from a few days later. Ah. Uh, so nice. on Wednesday, I went to help Spencer move, right? This is uh, true. And he's like, uh, yeah, it's cool, man. I'll uh, feed you, throw you some beers. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> as, as you do. And so I went uh, I went over to Spencer's place and, uh, yeah. you know, we moved a bunch of stuff. And like when I get there, he's like, uh, hey, man, um, uh, you want to can you help me do something kind of sketchy? And I was, I was like thinking it was going to be something like really cool. Like maybe, um, 
<laughs> forcefully adopting a feral cat or like uh you know, Aww. like tipping over yeah. one of those, uh, you know, like the traffic cops things have with the three wheels. Like I thought, yeah. I thought it was going to be oh, cool. I like hate that. those things. I know, no, I it was going to be totally cool. But uh, dude, but there's one that drives. There's the, one that. What things? Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. There's one of those things that drives around my neighborhood that has a fucking Blue Lives Matter flag oh, on the back gross. of it. Tip that shit. I kick it over, dude. Shit. Come on. I fucking hate them. Oh, we're like the, the parking. Yeah, ticket yeah, the, the parking, yeah. the like the the meter maids, but they have a, a three wheel yeah. vehicle here in Seattle, and it's it's yes. funny. And like, I, I every time I look at one, I'm like, it's like I could just push push it. Like it'd be. It'd I think be they funny. have those in Portland. Um, I don't think they have. Very, it sounds very northwest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. anyway, so I, I thought it was going to be something really cool and sketchy, but instead he's like, uh, "Hey, since I'm moving like directly from this unit to the one next door." You want to help me move? <laughs> That's the that was you, the move. You want to yeah, help me move my old refrigerator into my new unit? And I'm like, literally, this is the oh, least sketchy thing ever. No one's gonna baby. notice or care. This is not sketchy. This is fucking. I think it's a good. It move. is a good yeah. move, but it's it's not swap? sketchy. I was disappointed. You don't get it. Like when someone. Well, it'd be sketchy if. The new tenant. I understand. Listens to this podcast. And they, they know they realize oh, they got to yeah. do yeah. it. But I do they, agree that like my idea of sketchy and Robin's idea of sketchy are different. Totally because, different. Like, but I mean, so. I'm a very, so, I'm, just, I'm, a, I'm sober so, and my non-sober so, days, I do so some very sketchy after stuff. this, you know, we, we move for like an hour or two and, uh, you know, Spencer throws me a beer and I drink the beer and afterwards I'm like, uh, well, I got to go up to um, Scarecrow Video, which is, you know, kind of a walk up the hill. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go get falafel. And so we go and get falafel. We go to the falafel place and he, he goes and uh, like we go inside and he puts his mask on. I put my mask on and go in right behind him as though I'm like going to order food or something. And uh, Spencer, Spencer orders food and then he pays <laughs> and then he leaves and I wait outside with him while he's waiting for his food, even though he said he would feed me. I fucking forgot, bro. I forgot. Like <gasps> he was you there. Forgot? I was standing right behind you, goddammit. I, I was I next you to you, Spencer. <laughs> you said you'd feed me. I, I was did. there. You're right. At the food I... place with you, with no other reason to be there, because I was walking the other direction. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So check this out. So firstly, firstly. You're right. You're yeah, right. I know I, I am. You a I, I Se- told like secondly. four people this story exactly <laughs> directly after it happened. I'm like, what the fuck just happened here? Bro, bro <laughs> secondly, my brain was so fried with like trying to figure out all the shit I had to like do to make my new apartment happen. I apologize. It's cool. I was not still, in my still, right state still of mind. Judging you. It's it's really. I'm, I'm t- Did you eat? No, Did you no, I didn't. Food? I it's didn't. I didn't really though. Uh, my payment is his humiliation. His public mm, humiliation yeah. is all yeah. I really right. wanted out of this. No, that's thing, fair. So. That's fair. I, I deserve so, that. Oh yeah. This I, is this is going to be the entire podcast is good, just going to be me telling the story. Sorry, I'm going to cut all you out, but. So <laughs> this is a Spencer. Why did you move to the apartment next uh, door? Oh, we'll what? get to oh, it's that. Better. This, it's better. But, but it's just, oh, this okay, is my this is my two uh, teenage dirtbags working in tandem. Um, <laughs> so I can yeah. inside. You're just inside like, you are two teenage dirtbags. Dirt teenage dirtbags. Uh, yeah. No. To be fair, like it was actually like a quite stressful situation. Uh, life has been interesting. Uh, I moved to the apartment next door to mine because oh, that's what I did this week. I moved and it was. Moving is horrible. Moving fucking yeah, sucks. We know that. That's a cliche. Like, we know. Thank you, Britt, for helping me do the Yeah, you're the welcome. Swap. Thanks for great. the falafel. Uh, well, I will <laughs> buy you a falafel the next time I see you. <laughs> so, well, oh, I know you happen. will. <laughs> I definitely will. I, I'm 100% behind that. Um, 
So I have lived in a studio apartment for the last three years. And the I live in this weird old building that was built in 1905 in Seattle. And uh, there's only two apartments on the top floor. One is a uh, studio and the other is a two bedroom with a balcony. And I noticed the other day that the people in the two bedroom were moving out. And I was like, holy shit, building manager texted them. I was like, hey, what's the rent for that place? And they were like, 1375. And I was like, will you do 1250? And they said, sure. So <laughs> I moved into this apartment. Now I have two bedrooms and a balcony. What neighborhood in Seattle are you in? Uh, the U District. Right next to oh, University hot. of Washington. 1250 so. for a two bedroom it's in great. Seattle. It's yeah. a crazy it's, deal. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy deal. Okay, so that's unusual. Yeah. It, is, it is. I'm, it's a really I'm good paying deal. almost that much for half of an apartment kind of that size over here across the bridge. So I pay twenty five hundred for a two bedroom. Yeah, that's that's, that's honestly uh, downtown yeah. Seattle. In a dicey you'll neighborhood. Probably see that, but yeah, yeah, LA is mm-hmm. nuts right now. Like, thankfully, yeah, that sounds crazy. Town blows. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. but uh, I, I'm stoked. I, I moved all my shit. Moving is horrible, even though it was like the best move it could be. Right, I'm moving literally across the hall. Yep. Uh, yeah, even that sucks because you really get to see like what a shit bag you are. Like when you like move your shit, and you're like, wow, there's just so much filth here, like that I wasn't <laughs> aware of actively. <laughs> Like, sucks. Do you have pets? No. Do you hoard? No. And no and no. (laughs) Like, I actually, like, threw away so many things. Like, it was actually very freeing to just be like, I don't give a shit about any of this garbage. That's what I do when I move. Fuck this. (laughs) Like, I I have, like, my car is full of shit that is going to Goodwill. And, like, I can't wait to, like, get rid of it and send it on its way. You know, fuck the, the garbage. Now I got two bedrooms and I don't need to fill them with bullshit. But you will. you will. I will. Mm-hmm. Because that's what yeah, you do. Yeah, we always do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's... The reaccumulation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess it's just my turn now to tell them what I'm up to. So I did that. And then the other day, I got fucking drunk with Brent. <laughs> yeah. And that, that got insane. And I feel like the story... I don't know. Do you want to save that story for another time or do you want to tell yeah, it now? Yeah, it's good. It's good. I already, already, already used my story. We're 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 really running long already. Okay, let's, uh, all let's right. Move you can cut all that along. out. <laughs> uh, so we listened to three buckethead albums. Uh, you you are you kidding me, Spencer? This is the fortieth goddamn episode, and you forgot again. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I had to on the anniversary of you know <laughs> you, us doing this. <laughs> it's been about a year, right? Like, sure, let's say it's an anniversary, and that's the the occasion. Yeah, I forgot. Britt, will you hit us with a bucket fact? I would love to hit you with a bucket fact. Bucket fact, 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 bucket fact. Today we're going to talk about Buckethead's longtime collaborator and perhaps mentor, Bill Laswell. The history of Bill Laswell and Buckethead isn't really well known, but I've seen multiple sources report that Bill Laswell discovered uh, Buckethead in some sort of way. And um, being that besides Guitar Player Magazine, he's one of the only people with Buckethead on his radar in the early 1990s, I'm inclined to believe that that's true. So nice. we first see Buckethead cool. working with Laswell. Yeah, uh, Can I just ask, who is Bill Laswell? No. Oh, Bill Laswell. Interesting question. So Biz, Bill Laswell is a... Producer, bassist, and keyboardist, and I guess sound designer in that order, 
who has been working since kind of the late 70s. Um, he came to prominence in 1983 when um, uh, he did a album with Herbie Hancock, and on it was the track Rocket, which is oh, largely credited yeah. at being the kind of the genesis of modern hip-hop beats. Yeah. Um, and so uh, since then, he has worked with like hundreds of artists, like his, his discography is absolutely nuts, but he's definitely one of those people who, you know, he, he works with like John Zorn a lot. So he's one of those oh. people who, works, you know what yeah. Zorn, I used to work in a record store. Yeah. Zorn has like 500 albums. Oh, yeah, he does. Like Buckethead. No, Zorn is, Zorn, Zorn is always a Buckethead like, of Our Zorn section mm-hmm. was like yeah. five lo- Right, ropes. right. <laughs> as well as the same way. Like all of these people Interesting. are all kind of connected and like all of them are super prolific. You, you but, could say um, we're yeah. all children of the Zorn. I could say for sure I am. <laughs> did you just rip off my own meme? Maybe. Get out of here. Did you already do a Children of the Zorn joke? Yeah, yeah, you did a long time ago. I mean, I've been making Zorn jokes for, you know. I did a Children of the Zorn very, very like, cover of a movie as a meme, but. Um, children so, of the Zorn. Terrible idea. <laughs> so um, we first see Buckethead working with Laswell in 1992 in the supergroup Praxis, which also featured Bootsy Collins, yes. uh, Brian Mantia, also known as Brain, uh, Africa Baby Bam on turntables and Bernie Worrell on keyboards. Are there any, um, can you listen to that? Are there any recordings yeah. of Praxis? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Praxis no, exists. So yeah, uh, Praxis has, I believe, five, six or five, five full studio albums, Damn. five live albums. Uh, they're on a bunch of compilations. Like they're very, I mean, they're, they're, they're in a lot of places. Like one thing that's cool about Bill Laswell is he uh, releases all of his own music at this mm-hmm. point, And he has since like the nineties, he kind of has his own record label. And so like, you know, even the stuff that he's done that's super rare is usually available on reissue from him somewhere. Wow. Um, cool. But it, it's kind of interesting to note that um, a very similar lineup of Buckethead, uh, Bernie Worrell, and Brain would later appear in the early 2000s as Lake, uh, Les Claypool's Bucket of Bernie Brains. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's really, uh, ne- yeah, that's neither here nor there. We don't want to talk about Les Claypool. Um, we'll get no. to Les Claypool. <laughs> Unf- Have you guys not gotten to Les? Because I, uh, you unfor- haven't gotten to Les Claypool? Uh, un- Nobody wants oh, to get we, to Les. We, I've talked about it. I've talked about that funk. I hate, I hate funky bass really bands. Oh, oh, so, yeah. Gosh, we uh, no. I literally did not listen to the pipes. So, you know that. So, um, told you that uh, on Wednesday when I was hanging out with Spencer, <laughs> we had a a nice talk we on did. his his new deck and drinking a beer. Yeah, and we determined that I am very unfortunately uh, Les Clay pilled. Yeah, you are. And uh, you took the no, Les Clay pill. I, like, I didn't mean to. It's just I was a big fan of his uh, when I was like 15 years old, and so. It's like built into the core of my being, and I hate yeah, it's it. It's a bummer. I hate it. It's a bummer, dude. I hate it. I like because I will just think of like Les Claypool lyrics every now and again, and I'll just like open my desk drawer and just like stare at my revolver for a while and just like shake my head. Sometimes that's all you can do. That's, you should lock that You're the up. most Les Claypooled person that I know. <laughs> you took the Les Claypool. Shut Clay the fuck up, Spence, right? <laughs> I've had enough of you. Anyway, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, since Praxis formed, uh, Bucket has, has played on four out of five of their studio releases. Uh, other than that, Laswell is credited as the producer on Buckethead's Giant Robot from 94, Day of the Robot from 96, and Colma from 98. He also contributes uh, bass tracks to at least three of the Death Cube K albums, uh, as well as producing one of them. Wow. The last time the two worked together was on a Praxis single, 
in 2014 called Times of Horror, but both of them are still active, so who knows what the future holds. Very cool. That was a great bucket fact. Bucket fact. That was a good one, Britt. Nice. You're you're welcome. Thank you. You're you're welcome. Hell yeah. Will we listen to three Buckethead albums? We did listen to three more Buckethead Pikes this week. Pike 118, Elevator, Pike 119, Solar Sailcraft, and Pike 120, Lousinger. Nice. That was a good so, intro. Uh, before we talk about the Buckethead uh, Pikes here, uh, what has your exposure been to Buckethead besides Buckethead Month on your podcast? I do who Buckethead was, obviously, because of Guns N' Roses, but also he's, you, if you guys have like figured anything out about me, I like making fun of stuff. Sure. Ditto. So no, Buckethead no. was <laughs> easy, easy good, target. Love easy yeah. fodder for like a music nerd like me to make, you know, this, this Buckethead dude, I knew who he was. Of course, I know uh, the Guitar Hero 3 song. Oh. Um, played that. What song does he have in Guitar Hero Three? Jordan. 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 And it was written specifically for Sheckler's oh, Revenge. Also on there. She- Sheckler's Revenge oh, is also nice. Sheckler's Revenge, nice. which is maybe very on. much yeah. a Buckethead song. Oh, like w- it's the like most Sheckler's song Revenge, our favorite song, obviously. <laughs> what a yeah, hit! Sheckler's Besides Revenge is the, the, the Buckethead's favorite GNR song, but but I can't say that I I knew you know that he had a super fandom and that he was considered a, just a really good technical guitarist. Um, but now, obviously my relationship with him has changed drastically. That said, I could not get through those three pikes. You couldn't? Interesting. <laughs> and I, I'll, I, I'll give you like kind we'll of my reason we'll, why. We'll, we'll Robin, get to that but, though. We, we're going yeah, we'll to that. We're gonna talk about him each in a row. Uh, but that, that is interesting. I have the same, basically the same experience with Buckethead and uh, MTV VMAs 2002. Oh, yeah. Very formative. Um, and then essentially it just became like a meme in my brain yep. and in the culture. Yeah. And, but, but there was always that caveat of, we know he's respected and good. Like he may, yep. it, like everyone knew. I that, always do that. But I never listened or anything like that or explored into what that really meant and who, who thought that. So, but now it's much different. Hell yeah. It's rock and roll. Pike 118. Uh, Released on March 11th, 2015. Just 311. Oh, yeah. Nice. Wow. I didn't realize that. Holy shit. Wow. Wow. You got that instead of me or Spencer. Spencer, we need to just kill ourselves. So, Robin and I are doing 311, 2018, something. I'm always doing something. I know what I was doing. That was the, my going away. That's when I moved to LA. And on 3-11-2018, I had a big party um, at my parents' bar up in Eugene and ended up banging a good friend of mine. Who was <laughs> nice. Beautiful. <laughs> nice. Oh, we can talk about that that's, later. That's yeah. the best way to leave, right? Is you to know bang is. someone you I'll have. I'll tell you. Uh, we're still friends. Shuffle off. Yeah. Good times. I, we sell it. We recognize and sell we? it. Recognize 3-11 as a holiday, so... You got it. I say that's right. I, I love yeah. that. I love that. So, um, personally, and uh, only me and Spencer are actually going to know this, uh, I really actually did appreciate the spike because it was very much a return to bucket form, if you will. Yeah. The last three pikes we listened to were, uh, one of them was a just a noise album. Yeah. Uh, and then one of them was nothing but bass and drums. This is true. And yeah, so, so like having him like come back, yeah, were like, yeah. having him come back to like just guitar riffing and soloing was like nice. Um, yeah, it was welcome. This one I don't think is as interesting as the next one. 
but no, mostly because it is not super melodic. So it's a lot of like thrashy kind of riffs. A lot of yeah, especially the last song, yeah. uh, "Flower and Head Cheese Festival," is very much just like heavy metal. I liked that it one, cool. so I noted yeah. that as yeah. one I liked. Yeah, yeah, and I like the, the name. Have to yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some good mm-hmm. names. Yeah, but like when I first put mm-hmm. on this, is I started with one eighteen, and yeah, I just felt like I was going directly into Guitar Hero. Like turned it nice. on. Yeah. Saw it like that was my immediate. You saw it, and you're like, feeling. "I'm not playing Shackler's Revenge this <laughs> just, time." Like, so no. that energy, yeah. No, you walked right into Buckethead Land, like right into the middle. Yeah. Now, yes, I did look at the um, YouTube comments. Who are we going to talk about them? Yeah, we'll get. Oh, there. we 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 have a whole okay, section cool, for that. I, um, so yeah, so uh, this one was divided into five tracks, which his last probably twenty pikes or so have been typically like three tracks or less. Mm-hmm. Which has been yeah, frustrating on some level, I'll say, because you know it's it's harder to review one you know twenty minute song and one ten minute song than like you know five six different mm-hmm. songs of you know five minute length or this whatever. This is true. Um, but yeah, this this one was at least nicely divided. I wasn't a huge fan of most of this stuff up until track five, which I thought was just a banger. Um, but it was a nice return to form, and it was just nice to hear Buckethead doing buckethead type music it is very buckethead like it it is extremely buckethead like i would say this is the the er buckethead you know it's like (laughs) this is where we return to um yes you know you got shredding you got thrashy riffs it's really all you need you got some solos you got some shredding oh in this one uh once again he did some sweeping which yeah. I've only heard on like a, uh, one well, more album. So I thought sweeping. that was actually on the next one. Uh, so um, sweet, sweet. Yeah. Oh, I think it's on the next one. one. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're right. There is a very like distinct. Yeah, sweet there, there was section. definitely yeah. some sweet picking on here. Uh, it's uh, a very fast guitar technique that like you know like Steve Vai and Joe Satriani and all those dorks use. Buckethead doesn't sweep very often at all. He employs like so many different solo techniques, but and he obviously can sweep. He just doesn't, which is really weird as you know a guitar player. I'm like, really? Why yeah, not? it's just not a thing that you hear from him all that often, and it's a very common thing in like the guitar playing community. You know, it's it's a thing you hear a lot in mm. metal. It's a very very common yeah. like popular technique, and it's one that he doesn't employ very often. So when we hear him do it, it's very exciting, you know, and it's fun and mm-hmm. and. It's good to hear him do that, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's in the next record, Britt. <laughs> so I, I I thought it was on the last track of this one, but you, you might be right because I, I didn't actually sit down and listen to him like I usually do. I listen to him on headphones walking around and doing uh, yeah, shit, so. I was also doing that, so that's why I'll say there's a margin for error there. But uh, it does yeah. it does shred. It is cool. Uh, I would say this pike is fun. It's fine. Uh, the next one's better though. It's fine. The next one is better, and that's going to be Solar Sailcraft from, um, what do we got? May 9th, uh, 2015. So this is oddly, uh, and this is kind of point of discussion yeah. here, Buckethead does not release all of these in order. He will announce yeah, them. but that's a years apart. Yeah. It's interesting. He'll, well, no, it's, it's, uh, no it's, uh, both of them are 2015. This one is- Oh, I thought you said it was 2018, no, the no, first no. one. The, so the first one is March 11th, 2015. This one is May mm-hmm. 9th, 2015. Got it. And so this one is like two months after um, the, the previous Pike. However, the Pike after this- was released just eight days after Pike 118. So he releases them very out of order so, sometimes, and it's very confusing. How does that, like, line up to... Are we assuming that's how he's making them? Like, eight days? 
in between. See, that's the thing. That he, he keeps it shrouded in mystery. Yeah. So we don't, th- there is a, the possibility that he recorded all of these back in like, you know, 2011, 2012, and he's just been releasing them at his own schedule. But it's, it's probably more likely that he's actually kind of doing these in an order. And the thing is, he will announce an album, but then sometimes not release it for like two months or just like kind of indefinitely. And so no one ever really knows his actual release dates. The Pikes are just in order from the time he's announced mm-hmm. them to be released. Here's a and that's it. Dumb question, maybe. There, I feel like what I should know. Are the, are the is a Pike series over or could he release a Pike no, tomorrow? No. He so could. like, uh, and also, our, so there's, there, uh, there's four or five different Pikes that have been announced, but have not been released okay. yet. Um, and yeah. So, has Pike 420 come out oh, yet? No, no, it hasn't. No, we're not. That would be so we're, sick. We're, Pike so 311 we're yet? No, yeah. no, no. I was just going to mention that. So 311 and 420 haven't been released. 320 yes. is kind of coming up because uh, he has announced, he's released uh, uh, 289 and he's announced uh, 294. Oh, yeah, we're close. And so, yeah. And so we've only got another like, what, like 17 albums to go to 311. So we're really looking forward <laughs> to that. So that could be That's like two months. I'll listen to that out. one. Or two years. I mean, at it, it, the rate in which he's releasing them and has in the last two years, I'd say it's going to be another two years until we get. It. But like, wow. okay, here's the thing though. Like, Resisted. I okay, I want to actually pitch something here that I I think it's going to be great to have on record if it comes true. So, I think that we're going to see an explosion in Pikes in the same way that we did back in I think it's 2015, the year that he released the most. Mm-hmm. 2015. Yep. I think we're going to see an explosion. I think 2020. Well, maybe later 2021 and 2022, we're going to see so many pikes. Do you, because, because he was in lockdown? Because of quarantine I, I think during quarantine, I think yeah. all he did is make a bunch of them. And I think that he's still working on them. I think that what he does, is he records all the guitars and shit, like, and then like iterates on the rest of it. So like things like drum programming and bass and stuff like take a little bit longer, but they're not like, I don't think he that does would, it all in one go. That would make sense. I don't know. But I don't know. Like that's, that's a good theory. I, I would I would put money on your guess. Yeah, because like I know that he hands off a lot of that stuff to Dan Monty, right? Because like Dan Monty does. We we, we don't know. Yeah, we, we don't know. We but really we know that know. Dan Monty it has could. some role in this, and also like yes. it could be that like maybe Buckethead's not the the slow part in the pipeline. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I think that because like he hasn't released a ton of Pikes during quarantine, but. I know that's all he did. I know it. I know it in my heart. So what all else is he, he doing? Like, what else would he be doing? Pikes. None no one knows. Getting that's better. No one <laughs> knows. All we know, he was yeah. like at the insurrection on January no. 6th. We don't know what Buckethead's been up to that or what he does. That would be interesting. That would be Does anyone awesome. notice any real tall guys in the footage? Oh, no. Uh, no. No, not but besides uh, Jay Johnson, the guy? comedy What if he was actor. a Viking dude? The, the <laughs> shaman. The QAnon shaman. Oh, no, that guy's like 5'8". And he's too dumb. Uh, There's no true. way. Yeah. No yeah, way. Slash is done. I'm just saying, Buckethead you know, I mean, we know so little about Buckethead. I mean, it's like. He could have got coronavirus say, and recovered. That's true. He could be dead right we now for know. all yeah. we know. We never he could know. have died of coronavirus. Well, because, um, yeah, specifically, I listened to an interview with uh, Dan Monty recently. And Dan Monty is, uh, or not Dan Monty, sorry, uh, uh, Brian Mantia. Yeah. Um, as of, I think, November of last year. And he said he had uh, tried to reach out to Buckethead to like get something going like a, a funny Instagram that they could do or something together. And he just hadn't heard back from him at all. And he's Uh-oh. one of the closest people to him in the world. So oh, no. if he's not answering Brian uh, brains calls, like 
So we yeah, need to do a welfare in a weird check place. on. You never know. Mr. Well, yeah, go do a welfare check on Agora. Agora. Yes, <laughs> Agora. yes <laughs> we do need you. To I do actually that. have to yeah. go to Agora on August first. Look, look for a tall guy. Recon? Like look for look around for him. Or should we just hang out at caves? I wonder if there's a cave. I'm looking for a tall guy. Well, so so I, I don't know where he lives around there. I only know where Dan Monty lives. Uh, I do know exactly where his P.O. box is, though. Yeah, so send us that. Hang out at the post office. Oh my God! Will you go there? Will you like camp out at the P.O. office? I, I like, have to go to office? a family function in Agora on Honestly, August first. I will at least go to. I the would PO camp box. out at the P.O. box. Like I'm not going to well, camp out. I would at the figure PO out the pattern, Agora, but I will go to, to get it. a glimpse. <laughs> this is like fun, like seeing Bigfoot. I mean, Tara, I feel, I feel like it'd be yeah. so much easier to just hang out at like Dan Monty's no. house. Oh, like, yeah. the, I mean, that, like, but these are like, I also don't want to get like, arrested. Yeah, what if true. Dan Monty is the one who gets all his mail? Cause you're not going to recognize him at all. Like he's just a dude. Mm, well, uh, I yeah. feel like I could recognize him I, in my heart. Just I feel like I can. Dan Monty. Oh, not really? Dan Monty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Dan oh, Monty just is so yeah. There, there's pictures of him, but he's yeah, so just so a white guy, right? Just like a white guy. Exactly. He's such he's such some white guy. Like a nondescript mm-hmm. white guy. Yeah. Well, I think my idea of hanging out at KFC would work. That that might be something. Yeah. Although, um, so you might have better luck. Uh, there's a certain Jack in the Box somewhere in SoCal uh, where uh, Dan Monty claims that Buckethead thinks there is the best Diet Coke in the universe. And they'll- Oh, they will, he loves yeah. Diet Coke? They will yeah. literally go like a half an hour out of their way just to go to this Jack in a Box to get this super fizzy Diet Coke. I'd actually yeah, like, like to know that just for personal reasons. I love Diet, we love Diet Coke, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Buckethead uh, apparently big Diet Coke head. A DC head. <laughs> Diet mm-hmm. Coke head, beautiful. Uh, Pike um, 119, solar- Oh, before- oh, Okay, sorry. Before we get to that, this is what Dan Monty looks like. Good luck in LA finding oh, this motherfucker. He looks cool. I mean, is he looks cool. He just looks hat? like every guy in LA with a soul patch. Yeah. Like, which is yeah, every guy in no, LA. I would say, <laughs> hey, look, it's just some of a dad. <laughs> uh, well, so so that's a that's a fun thing. Uh, Dan Monty is actually the lead guitarist and vocalist in uh, Serge Tachyon's solo band. Is his last name Monty or is it short is for something Armenian? else? No, it's just Monty. Is he Armenian? He might be. I don't know. Because if he's Armenian, I can On find him. Armenian dating app, maybe. I might. He might be my cousin. Yeah, that's. I signed a, up. Okay, oh that's a God. weird threat. Tell uh, me more about this. What? This Armenian dating, please. It's cool. Okay, yeah. so uh, I'm Armenian, okay. mm-hmm. and I'm on the dating apps. So, uh, what percentage of men on there only are wearing Adidas tracksuits? Uh, that's a low. It's had. I should. I'll send you some screenshots. It's, it's fucking weird as hell. And I had to like explain. You know, not only am I half Armenian, I had a nose job. So because there's like, you don't look Armenian. It's like I'm Armenian, but um, my mother is Armenian. I was raised in an Armenian, you know, family. Mm-hmm. Um, but if this guy is Armenian, it is weird. It is such a close knit community, and he's he's gonna be uh, an arm's length away. That's from exciting. Me. Do report back. An Armenian's length away from you? I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Uh, Oh, but anyways, the Armenian dating app, my brother-in-law sends the link in the group chat with Robin. Mm. And I mean, obviously it was directed at me because Robin can't sign up for it. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I I go, yeah, you don't sign up for it. But it's like, it's... it's not location based, so it's just giving me all the Armenians in the nice. world. <laughs> oh, that's scary! All right. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, I do live in the Armenian capital of you know 
basically the world outside of Armenia was like Glendale area. Hmm. But um, yeah, it's going to be like Armenians in, in Armenia, in Syria, in Lebanon, lots in France. So it's like, it's not a very like useful dating app and the men are, as much as my mother would love it, um, <laughs> not my type. Yeah. But they have, and they have nor am I thick hair though. Mm-hmm. They have that thick hair though. Thick, hair. thick yeah. coarse. Good food. I used to see all my hair. It's like a, Sandpaper. <laughs> love it. Just a lot of unibrows. Ooh, mm, love that. They all have Pika, white BMWs, too. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they will cut you off on the 134. And the thing God is, like, as Spencer knows, I own multiple Adidas tracks. This is true. I, I am fairly Eastern European. I can't, I can't help. Yeah, there's, there's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, dude, when I think of Adidas tracksuits, I think more like Macedonia and like Balkans. And yeah, less so, so I'm, I'm very Serbian. Very Serbian. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Pike 119, Solar Sailcraft. What a banger. Would you... I like this. I, I like this one the most. <laughs> yeah, I like this one the most Definitely. too. I liked that opening track. Yeah. Yes. That's a good that, one. That was yeah. fun. Um. Yeah. What was it called? Uh, 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 toe cutter. Yeah. Speed. Solar Steelcraft. Uh, this one was pretty fun. Like, I I liked that it was like melodic guitar rock. You know, I'm I'm always a a, a fan of melodic guitar rock. Uh, so mm. that was fun. And there's a lot of energy. Some melodic solos. Pretty good. Right. Right. Although I I do feel like um. This album was definitely in two sections. The the Toe Cutter's Cleaver, that seven-part series, was a very different song than the first two or three tracks. That is true. Like, that is true. But I, I like yeah. the uptick in energy. Like, that was, that yes, was really fun. very much so. I like that it got mm-hmm. went from, like, kind of melodic and, like, doing yeah. stuff it got, it to, got like... proggy Yeah. It's, yeah. like, more aggressive, that, more proggy, more... Yeah. When I was listening to them, you know, the hardest part for me is kind of, like... How you guys like it sounds so similar so often, right? And like distinguishing yeah. Pike 118 sounded a lot like Pike 119. And I was just trying to like scrub through and find like, does it change? But yeah, I noticed the toe cutters but, changes a little bit at the end. Yeah. So, so Spencer and I oh, yeah. are at heart like death metal musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, in, in our musical world, Everything sounds the fucking exact same. Yeah, yeah, but but it's like a like little. Sometimes bit different. they'll be like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, wait, it's that guy." I think it's that yeah. guy. So, so this to us like is, is far more diverse than anything we're listening to on our own volition. Yeah, mm. that is true. Yeah. So I mean, because because when I was listening to, because I I I'm thrash metal. That's my metal. I like. Yes. I love death metal and I love black metal and you know. I but uh, I, I wrote a. Thrash is my. I'm listening to it, and I think that from a thrash perspective, that's why I don't like I, uh, it. Actually, Spencer's actually recording a thrash album right I'm now. Wanting, I actually like, wrote a thrash album during the quarantine. Namaste. Um, yeah, that's gonna be. Uh, Would you send uh, it to me? It, it's it's once it's once done. It's, finished, it's, yeah. it's, it's I mean, rough. Right, can I listen yeah, to it? Stuff you can hear. Yeah. No, oh, okay. Well, it's not no, done. There, there are tracks that are closer to being done, but um, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah at the end of this show, uh, we can we can show sure. you something. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, it just like for me, it was just it. It was like you mentioned, like Joe Satriani, Steve Vai. I hate that shit. Oh, me too. I have seen Steve Vai like, live. You know, and, and I'm just uh, like, I don't. I I, I ate like a uh, half a gram of THC beforehand, and that was not nearly enough. Like the whole time <laughs> to I'm make like, it like tolerable. I'm, I'm like spinning high, and I'm still bored. I don't get how this. That's works. yeah. That's <laughs> how I like, felt. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, so Steve Vai was one of those guitar players that was really talked up to me by like the sort of music uh, journalism that I was consuming at the time of growing up. You know, like being a teenager. 
Uh, I was learning to play guitar, and so as a result, I would read a lot of like the guitar magazines. And like Joe Satriani is a person that is like treated with a lot of respect by those magazines. And as a result, like I went and bought a copy of Surfing with the Alien when with I was like alien, fifteen maybe. or sixteen. <laughs> and I hate that so much. I, like so the garbage. first, so, so, I hate that. it's a song and first, an album, right? Yep, so the song, like the title track, like yeah. is fun. But the rest of it is Fine. so fucking boring that I like. I just I tried so hard to like it. I was like, I'm supposed to like this. The guitar magazines they say it's so good, and like I listened to it and I was like, I just the one song is cool, but the rest of this is so boring. Well, in, in, do you guys know who like in, you know like Ingve Ingve has, Oh, yeah, like, I, I love, love fucking Ingve. love. Ingve. I love him. Yeah. So I love Ingve. New, there are guitarists in, Ingve's, like that. Ingve's new album is actually pretty good. Oh, I, I haven't listened like, to it yet. But I, yeah, I love him. Mar- so, Straight up. You know, there there are technical, and he's considered a technical well, guitar player. Yeah, he's he's a huge douchebag. He's just funny and, and so hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, he rules. Yeah, he's like Ingve Malmsteen's rising force. The album so Marching good. Out from 1986. I think mm-hmm. it's 86. Call me if I'm wrong on that. Call me out if I'm wrong on that. Uh, but Marching Out, absolute banger. One of my favorite albums of all time. I am a Viking. Oh, dude, so fucking good. I love oh, it's like, so fucking Viking sick. metal. Well, it's the lyrics are the dumbest fucking lyrics I've ever heard in my life, but they're, they're so fun. All metal no, lyrics are. No, yeah. there are good ones. Yes, no. Shut no, the fuck up, no. Spencer. They're like, so dumb. Shut the fuck up. There's, there's, You're going to defend the literacy of death metal? Hey, like, there's, well, all I'm going to say is there's an art to it. Some lyrics are more fun than others. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, there, there, there's an art to like a bear painting, but it's not true. good. Yeah. It's like. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. It does sound pretty cool. I'm pretty into this bear idea. Fine. <laughs> But I guess my I'll, point is, is like there are like these technical, super, you know, niche guitarists that I enjoy, like bands like Animals as Leaders, even like those yeah. guys. Well, they're actually uh, good though and interesting. They're actually, That's yeah, I different, dated different one of them. Did you, um, oh the wait wait Tobin or the other guy? Uh, in Animals, yeah, uh, Javier. Yeah, yeah, okay. we talked about him the other day actually on one of these interesting guests. Yeah, Rob, we get hit about the pod. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a small And I shouldn't have doxed him on no, here. He wouldn't mind. Cool. He cool. wouldn't care. No one listens um, to this anyway. Like, he's going to be like, oh, oh, this weird, obscure podcast. They're mentioning <laughs> me. Two people are going to yes. know. Oh. So, uh, but like, I think they're a good band. Yeah, they're a great Like, band. and they're a great guitar player. They're, 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 they're instrumental. They're oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Joy of Motion. That's a banger. Big fan. Hell yeah. I mean, I liked that first record um, a lot when it came out. Like that was a big deal when it came out. Like back in two thousand nine. Yeah, was, mm-hmm. I, I remember okay. seeing uh, Tosin Avasi play for uh, what the fuck was that band? Oh, I forget their name. Uh, Did he play for Bo- oh, Born of Osiris? He was playing guitar for That's Born of Osiris. Tosin is such an egomaniac. He drives yeah. like like two hundred thousand dollars sports cars around like. North Hollywood. He plays in a metal band. How can he afford that? That's He's, nuts. We, we didn't know because him and Javier are both in the band. Like, you know what I mean? And I yeah. Tosin has a lot more like... Um, endorsements probably. Spons, endorsements yeah, yeah, yeah. than Javier. But Javier has, you know, has had them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he really, he liked the flashy hmm. lifestyle for fun. sure. I mean... Yeah, so at the end of a, a review for each album, we uh, like to go ahead and... I'm not sure if you noticed, but on the cover of all of these pikes, it says Bucket Headland. Yes. And uh, the thought is that each one of these pikes is a ride or an attraction of some sort at Bucket. Wow, Island. we really dropped the ball so on we, the last uh, one, huh? We did. We wow, did on. Uh, we dropped fuck. the ball on elevator, but you know what? Elevator. Let's say that's just elevator. Yeah, music. that makes sense. The tracks. Easy yeah, enough. We, we, Easy we enough. So, that. Um, oh, so uh, wait. pike. 
you think of the so, ride that this is yeah, the soundtrack we, we to. Pair, we, yeah, in we Buckethead try to pair Land. Up and each so, hike to a ride. Yeah. Oh, I see. That's what he's doing so, intentionally. No, may, maybe. This is just so, what they're so, doing. Uh, um, so, so we do that because oh. um, uh, what's his face? Um, Josh Fries actually theorized this initially when he was talking about how Buckethead uh, writes his own soundtracks to Disneyland. Uh, the rides at Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. And so, so it, right. was, it was theorized based on that, that that's kind of exactly what he's doing with these pikes, which is why instead of Buckethead, they say Buckethead Land on every single one of them. And a lot of them mm. just look like rides or have names just like rides, like, you know, uh, Roller Coaster Track Repair, um, Coat of Arms, which is just all like uh, coasters and shit, like, or Coaster Coat, rather. Like, yeah, so what, uh, w- what do you all think this would be a good soundtrack? So to? the elevator so, one or so. which one? Uh, no, elevator's just elevator. Yeah, I get that. Cool yeah, band. obviously. Cool it's yeah. just elevator music. Yeah, yeah. Duh. Well, solar yeah. sailcraft. Solar, solar sailcraft. Yeah. yeah, what's the solar sailcraft? I mean, but like, honestly, like I was listening to this and I'm, th- I'm hearing melodic guitar rock and I'm hearing it rock out. I'm thinking like, this is like a... It's like a cowboy food restaurant music. Oh, like, I, I feel know. like it's like a laser like light show. Like That's classic good, rock laser okay. light yeah. show for this. That's very good. That. So like the nighttime like lasers and fountains light uh, yeah. show that they have. Like the Pink Floyd laser light shows they used to have in Eugene. Oh, God. We, yeah, that's I mean, we, we have a, like a laser dome here and it rocks. Laser so, dome. Yeah, I love love the mm-hmm. laser dome. Go see the wall. Hell, oh, yeah, they do laser Pink Floyd. People I need are just making out in the back. Do you need to do that? Like, Listen to Buckhead. <laughs> Shut up, Spencer. This is my life. It is. Uh, it is. <laughs> uh, Pike 120. Lousinger. Lousinger. What does that mean? Lousinger. No one fucking... I mean, like, uh, so looking at the cover here, it's a guy with, like, this weird circle around one of his eyes and, like, gnashy weird teeth. I have no... I thought it was Lou Zenger. Could be. <laughs> could be Lou Zenger. Yeah, yeah. That could be like a name, like a Louis Zenger. I, I get that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I was wondering how you were going to pronounce this one. So that's why I was like stoked when you pronounced it. I was like, cool. Lozenger. Yeah, you didn't Is that what you thought too? Yeah, no, that's basically what I thought too. I was thinking Lou Zenger. Lou Zenger. Lou Zenger. Or Lou Zenger. I think he said Lou Zenger. Lou Zenger. Lou Zenger. Lou Zenger. It's a weird, it's yep. a weird name. Uh, yeah, so. Starts off weird. This one was pretty good. Starts starts off a little weird, uh, beefy bass, um, really weird electronic sound effecty kind of playing with pedals and yeah, shit. Yeah, this one caught my Coffee attention rhythms. immediately when I turned it on. Yeah, because I was like, this and is this way is- different, and I like noticed the electronic. Yeah. It, it is at the same time. It's also very much Buckethead returning to form. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. so, in general, most of his albums are like kind of what we listen to, either like the really hard alternative rock, like the last one. Or like the one before where it's like kind of the soaring alt rock kind of mm-hmm. with a bluesy element. Or the third option you usually get, and I'd say this covers at least like two thirds of his album, is one like this where it's like hard rock, but there's a lot of effects stuff going on. And he's mm-hmm. just like playing around with his fucking effects board and doing funny, weird shit. Yeah, I kind of uh, liked it. It was pretty good. Yeah, I, I like this one. This one was probably the most buckethead of the three. Yeah, because it, it's like a mix say. of a, a. It's a mix of the previous two plus the uh, the added yeah. dimension of being a little bit electronic, a little bit weird. Because um, it starts mm-hmm. off a little weird, but then it goes in a direction of like kind of shred and like thrashier riffs, um, which is fun. Very buckethead. Very in line with you know his whole vibe. Yeah, lots of heavy instrumental 
rockers. That's about it. Rockers, hip hop. And each one of these are about 30 minutes each too, right? Yeah. Yes. So the very longest pike I want to say is like 34 and a half minutes. Mm. And the very shortest one clocks in at like 27. And Mm -hmm. so they are very, very specifically uh, supposed to be short and digestible. Which I appreciate because yeah. I mean, if if all of these albums were of variant length and some of them over an hour, this podcast would have ceased to exist. Yeah, that would have made it really hard. Like the the knowing that they're always going to be thirty minutes is is really mm-hmm. like great for like planning my life because like I can just feel like oh, okay, I have an hour and a half block here. I can listen to all three bikes. It, it's cool, you know. Yeah. It, yeah. Makes sense. Well, if they were each an hour long, you would just do way more episodes. You wouldn't do three. I don't know. Whatever. No, we just wouldn't do any yeah, episodes because no, I don't have what tolerance. Is terrible, yeah. I don't have the fucking attention span. No, no, <laughs> no. I, I have ADHD. I can't do that shit. No, no, it's easier Perfect this way. Me. It's better this way. I think we all know it's better this way. <laughs> Man, what? What? Uh, how? How do y'all like uh, Lausinger? Lausinger? Whatever. Lausinger. I listened to the first 30 seconds of it when I got <laughs> when I got here, Robin was like, the third one was kind of sick. And I said, pulled it up really quick. And then uh, I was running late. And then this, this one had started, like the most so. like Primus vibes to me, too. I think that's what I it said. Was really basic. You know what? They they also sound, they sound electronic. Like it's it was new medley. Like the, the, the little bit that I heard was seemed a little new medley. Mm-hmm. And then also like the I don't love the drum programming. I wish it had yeah. uh, actual drums. Yeah, that that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drum programming, I really it go back and forth It just sounds like a drum on. machine. Some of it's well, really it's like, good. So Some it, of it's like, like super well Sometimes sampled. I think that's a very intentional. Like definitely for like that first song, that was a very in, intentional very much choice. So. That like, was all samples. That, that was, wasn't like They actual, wanted like, drum it to sound okay. that way. And like, I don't know. It's, you know, it's a difference in, in kind of perspective on a lot of these things. I think that like some of the more electronic tinge stuff that he he goes for it just has like a unique vibe because i think he's being influenced by a lot of things that maybe like i'm not aware of or maybe he's not influenced by a lot of it maybe he doesn't listen to a lot of electronic music has he ever talked about his influences uh i mean he hasn't really talked about anything right so so he he has talked briefly in the past about his guitar influences and so he has said very positive things about um paul gilbert in the past um Apparently, like his very favorite guitarist of all time is a guy named Sean Lane. Oh, it makes yes. sense. Uh, yeah, Sean Lane Texas and died in yeah. Texas in like the mid '90s. Uh, a guy who's just like he's insane. Like he's the most insane guitarist I think I've ever seen play. He does things that I believe are just not humanly possible. It's pretty well, crazy. Yeah, incredible. We like, discovered yeah, Sean uh, Lane's name when mm-hmm. we. There's like rumors that Buckethead could be. Sh- was Sean Lane? There's, that was how we found it, right, Robin? No way Sean this isn't Lane Sean Lane. Like we know that. Five nine. But this was just yeah. He's dead. I think he's five dead. nine and blonde and fat. Yeah, and they were no said a skinny shot, <laughs> alive skinny Sean, a skinny Sean Lane that's a foot taller. Yeah, and just, yeah, it's out of nowhere. Who's just like kind of plays guitar. But then the again, same. we can't confirm that Buckethead is alive. That's true, but also <laughs> you know at the same time, like watching Sean Lane play guitar, like the dude did like so many things like sweep yeah. picking the Buckethead just doesn't really do That's very true. often. Yeah. Interesting. And like like, they, although yeah. they have similar styles in some ways and they both do a lot of like, uh, um, like multi-fingered, uh, what's called nubbing, which is just tapping with a ton of different fingers. Like a lot of the main techniques, both of them employ are just not employed at all by the other one. So there's, I don't know. At least from my perspective, there's no way the two of them have any, but there's no like contemporary bands or artists that he's, he's cited at all. 
Not really, no. There are at least, yeah, no one who since the 90s that he has cited as being a major influence. When was his most recent album with Vigo Mortensen? Mm, I was talking about that with my friend earlier. So interesting. So his most recent album was a few years ago. However, uh, last year uh, he contributed a track with Viggo Mortensen to Viggo Mortensen's first directorial debut. Fall. Oh yeah, we saw that, Robin. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! And so, I, yeah. and we so gotta actually, watch that. that that wasn't actually released on album until this year. So technically, the last thing he did with Viggo Mortensen was this. I feel year. like there's got to be influence to, for that music. I don't know. Okay, and and about the Viggo Mortensen thing, what is Buckethead doing on that? So. Uh, pretty much everything except for what Vigo more he's like so Buckethead basically produces everything. Vigo Mortensen sometimes does spoken words, sometimes does like sings little melodies. What? I've actually never well, I because mean, we listened, they, we were they, very very got, confused. They've got what like eleven albums. It's just like together? piano. They've got fourteen. A breadth of material, <laughs> and so they. I mean, Buckethead does most of the music. And then Vigo does kind of everything that's not the music. The only interview that we could uh, find of Vigo Mortensen talking about it was in like Spanish, nothing. so we couldn't. What? Yeah, we didn't know. And also, it was kind of, news to us that awesome. Vigo Mortensen spoke Spanish. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. know that either. That's yeah. pretty awesome, though. He's fluent. Wow, wild! Yeah. What a I cool mean, dude. God, what a what a guy. Like, he, like, he lo- he lo- he's that good of an actor. He's he's dog. Dog. He works so with Buckethead, and also look at that dog. Yeah, he hangs. You've all seen his dog. Eastern dude, Promises. Oh, dude. Isn't that the movie? Dude, no, dude, dude swings dong in like five <laughs> yeah. movies. He's in. I think it's in his wow. contract. I think he's like, listen, uh, you can pay me 10 grand less if I just get to hang dong, y'all. Yeah, hang I dong. think he's into doing that. It's great. You know, the. Uh, yeah. And if, if I was him, I would. He's an I, exhibitionist. I'd be so into that. Like, come on. Viggo Mortensen dude. You got me thinking. Yeah. I s- yeah. still. I'm thinking about what Tara said that we haven't confirmed that Buckethead is alive. And yeah, that's true. But I mean, remember when MF like, Doom died? Don't, don't go too deep down that. Who? MF, MF Doom, Doom. And they kept He could have been dead. He kept forever. it hidden for a really long time. Like when yeah, Buckethead they, they does die, uh, you know, hopefully he doesn't anytime soon. Yeah, who's gonna? Well, who's gonna know. let us know? So, so it, it's going to be, in my opinion, either Brian Mantia or Dan Monty. Probably Brian Mantia because he is the most vocal person in the Buckethead universe. On, but Buckethead. how? Like, let's say Buckethead dies at home of his heart condition, mm-hmm. okay. and he's already, you know, it's already part of his, you know, friendships to like they don't hear from him for right, weeks, right. months at a time. I mean, so it wouldn't be unusual. They haven't heard from Buck in a while. Ever Buck in a while, and then they go, and his body's been rotting there for well, five months. I mean, yeah. I yeah, think, I mean, that, I that is very real. I thought they would just keep it a secret. It, it, at the same no, time- No, but I'm saying nobody would discover his body. Well, here, here's my theory, though. Like, Buckethead is so prolific that the way we'd figure out uh, that he's dead is right before he died, he would release the Buckethead tribute album. And uh, then we- yeah, I, 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 I agree. That is a great <laughs> thing. Tribute to like, he's already got his, like, a stash yeah. of albums yeah, that are, like, like crack open stuff when I die. Yeah. No, he's, yeah. he's got like a pacemaker with like a, you know, a switch in it where like once it shuts off, it just releases yeah. this fucking oh, album. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, That's uh, a nice thought. Pipe, That's a nice thought. Pipe yeah. 120. Uh, Lou Zanger. Where, where, where does this go in the park? Uh, that's a really good question. Something violent, I think. <laughs> yeah. What you got? What you got for violent? Do you think it goes in, in Abusement Park? Oh, yeah. That's a oh, Municipal uh, Waste song. That's a different conversation. It is. Uh, no, no, no. Hold up. Hold up. It was it was a horror movie like 10 years before they even Oh, nice. Song. Hell yeah. Okay. That's yeah. good. 
Or actually, it might have been the the tagline to Funland. Oh. But no, it was definitely like in a horror movie long right. before that. Yeah, nice. It's yeah. a good one. I love that. I think about that yeah. often. Is a familiar amusement park? park. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah, a it's great very, cool. It's a good concept. Yeah. It feels yeah, good like to it. me to mm-hmm. hear. What's violent in the park? I think it would just be like on a kind of a violent ride that like, you know, whips you around a bunch. Maybe one of those it's like, like, the, it's the like one of those rides that like every few years someone dies on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It falls out. Or, yeah. or like the, the fucking uh, roller coaster where um, fucking Fabio killed a, a goose with his face. Pidget, a goose with his face. Actually, I actually wrote on that uh, like, uh, like oh, a cool. couple months after he did that. And it's a great ride. Apollo's Chariot. Or like a, a wooden Where roller is coaster. Where's that? Where's Apollo's Chariot? Uh, is it, it like? Uh, Williamsburg, Virginia Six Flags. Huh. <laughs> what the Apollo's fuck is Virginia? Chariot. Like, I don't fucking. What the fuck is it's a? Are you fuck you? Spencer. I don't know shit the about the East Coast, dude. Where, what is no, I Virginia? said, where the fuck is Virginia? Like, it's like it's on the east. It's it's yeah. It's directly is this a trick south. Question? It's or, like DC. Yeah, like, uh, but it's a big state. Yeah, DC it's is west south. between North Maryland and, and Virginia. Oh, uh, West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. There's a West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, Mountain Mama. Okay, that makes sense now. They, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a place uh, east of the Mountain Mama, right, Spencer. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> um, yeah. I think West Virginia is south of Virginia. It, uh, or is it north of Virginia? I, I think it's like southwest-ish, yeah. I think it's like, because... The, who who a, can never be sure? Yeah, it's yeah. like inland, yeah. but like, right? It's like on the other right. side of Baltimore, maybe? Or like not Baltimore, no. sorry, Maryland. But the other side of how can it be on the Shut other up. side of Baltimore? The other side, the other side of Maryland, the, like f- right, like the other side. Yes, it is on a side of okay. Maryland. Oh, it's on the top oh, of okay. the top of Maryland. Okay, all right, okay. Gone I don't, I don't understand like these ghosts. I've never been there, so I try to, I try right. to learn. You know, you know, I try to. This, this is not a geography podcast. <laughs> Let's cancel this. Clearly. I'm editing all of this. Yeah, good. Um. <laughs> So yeah, Robin says that to me all the time, but she never does. Now that uh, we reviewed all the pikes, y'all want to take a journey with us? Let's do it. A journey? You're yeah. talking to us? Yeah, yeah let's you, go. Yeah, you. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. You don't. You don't have a choice. <laughs> We're going to take a journey together into the bucket void. Oh my God. We're here. Okay, this is the part of the show where we like to shine a light into, you know, some areas of the internet that maybe are not getting the attention that they deserve, you know? So we scour the web, head to toe, and we, you know, we find things that people are saying, we bring them here, and we share them with y'all. It's good stuff. All right. So, let's get things started. Uh, YouTube user Florian Decros says six years ago, Headbang mothers. Headbang mothers. It's a great sentiment. What, what pike is this for? Uh, this was for pike one, uh, 118 elevator. Okay. Headbang mothers. That's it. Uh, there's a smiley face also and an exclamation point, which is pretty good. You know, that's how you know it's extra good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all the way down, all the way fucking down at the bottom of the page for um, pike 118 elevator. YouTube user JS says, six months ago, how do I get top comment? <laughs> Good question. Well, it's a well, great you, question. You leave, 
You leave I, a good if comment. That guy cracks the code. That's if you crack the code on that, buddy, let us. I think yeah. that's, I you, think you know that's a good way. Just what he's doing. Straight, straight up. Yeah. Let's let's all go upvote this guy right now. Yeah, yeah. just He'll give him a thumbs up. Yeah. More. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I know he deserves top comment just by like speculating, just by being like, mm. well, how? What do I do? <laughs> what do I gotta do here? God. It's like that. It's yeah. like that. That that fucking. Um, oh, that's. Uh, never mind. I can't remember the band that that song is from. So we're not going to speculate there. Um, he needs dirt bag. Great reference. Great reference. <laughs> uh, yeah, shut up. Um, <laughs> YouTube user Chris Usega, or Usuga says one year ago, it's feel like a boom in the body. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's feel like a boom in the a body. A boom in, in the, the body? In the body. A boom in the oh, body. Like, yeah, that's... Like, like, like like one of the the boom things you hold a mic on. No, oh, I think it's super uncomfortable. Oh, fuck. Like getting stabbed. Like with I a can boom, fit a like... lot inside of me, but a mic boom would be super uncomfortable, <laughs> dude. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I, that's probably what he's talking about. I mean, but like like a boom <laughs> on the yeah. body can be a lot of different <laughs> things. You know, um, I like yeah. the idea. Well, I'm gonna bring that into my repertoire. Do you, do you think that's what that song "Here Comes the Boom" is about? Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Ready or not, here comes the boys from the south. It's feel like a boom in the body, for sure. Yeah, no, no, I I agree, I agree. Um, Hick Billy D says six years ago, two yes. thumbs up, two thumbs up for this one, and I agree. Gad damn son, this is the shiz. <laughs> Hell yeah, buddy. Dad, Dad damn, damn son. son. Yeah, Dad damn right. son. Dad damn son. Uh yeah, and then Horst Fengler, wonderful name. <laughs> Horst Fengler responds. Four years later, <laughs> says, <laughs> "Late to the party, but now I ain't leaving." <laughs> I'm gonna use that. I'm definitely gonna use that. That's not bad at it's all. Great. What was the other the boom thing? A good pickup uh, line. Uh, Oh, that was here comes the boom. Ready yeah. or not, no, no, here no. Are the boys from the-, <laughs> the boom in my I I no, feel it, the boom in my fe- body. It feel like a boom in the body. It feel like a boom in my body. It feel like a boom in my body. God damn. Honestly, that that it's feel like a boom in the body sounds so LA to me. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Uh, Dude, it's it's just like a viral that, that sounds TikTok. like yeah, that sounds like a, something like a mumble. No, no, no. It's a reggaeton. It's a reggaeton song, Reggaeton. A hundred percent. Oh yeah. It's like boom in the body. Boop, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's something. Yeah, yeah. It's something I like it's that. Something after you eat like spicy food. Ooh, yeah, that's well. true. Yeah, yeah. Like Montezuma's Revenge, mm-hmm. but kind of a, a downgraded version. It's uh, yeah. It's just, it's like just a, a little boom in just the a, body. Just a little. Just a just a little bit. Ooh, boom in the body. Uh, here comes the boom. Ready or not, I need to go to the restroom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, what a great segue to the next round of comments that we're going to talk about. Why is that? Okay. Uh, so now we're, <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about on Amazon.com. Uh, Camco portable toilet bucket with seated lid attachment holds five gallons, lightweight and easy to clean. Great for camping, holds hiking, hunting, gallons. and more. Uh, so, did you just look up shit bucket <laughs> comments? That's not what the show's about. Well, it's bucket related. Yeah, well, how are you gonna wrap well, this? Like, how are you tying hold on, this in? Hold on. Cool, it's a bucket. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's a okay. bucket. Yes. It's a bucket. So you know, we're seeing what they're saying about it. Uh, question. How much weight does it support? Answer. 
My fat butt is 275 pounds. <laughs> Actually, you know, you know what this is? So, so uh, mind if I back up here real quick? So, you know, uh, a lot of times, dumb guys, when they're going to the restroom, they'll say, I'm going to go hit the head. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the head too. plus, this is a bucket, right? <laughs> Bucket head. So that's okay. what we got here. That's that's why we're talking sure. about this. I get you, I mean, Spencer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're welcome. You owe me. I, I, like, I drain the main thing. We too. we drain the main. Yeah. No, we we've we've sourced bucket reviews here uh, a number of times in the in the bucket. Yeah, yeah my favorite was the camo bucket uh. that the dude was shitting in in front of <laughs> that, other people. That was really reason. good. Yeah, that was <laughs> that a really was good one. I was. Uh, I, like I, that, I I think of, I wake up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night sometimes thinking about <laughs> that. It's uh, bucket reviews. It's the weirdest wet dream, but you know I'm rolling with it. You got to keep you got to keep on rolling, baby. Uh, Amazon user Tamber verified purchase five stars. Three hundred and fifty-two people found this review helpful. the The wow. review is titled Popular. "Frank and Beans Do Not Fit." <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, is this uh, is this like a reference to multiplicity with uh, Michael Keaton? Uh, yeah. Oh no, even, I'm sorry. Wait, wait. wait. Need, was that? that was could, that? Yeah, that was. That no, was, that was no, something no. else. It's there's something, about, something about, Mary. about Mary. Oh, something about Mary. Okay. okay yeah, yeah, but I still well, well, okay. don't. I still don't fully understand. You see, we like don't fit in the toilet. Uh, well, okay, well. Let's, yeah, I don't really. Let's, does this guy have such a monster <laughs> hog? He like can't fit it's his dick Vigo. in this thing. Is this Vigo? Vigo, Mort- Vigo Mortensen left this review. Uh, so Vigo, <laughs> that's the name of the episode. So uh, Vigo says, "It is great. What a relief. The only thing which make the bucket uncomfortable to use is the fact that once I sit on it, I am unable to put the franken beans in the bucket at the same time. I tried to tuck. I tried to tuck both in." Do not do it. It is painful. So in the end of the day, I use a big glass jar. <laughs> this is not real. <laughs> this, 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 this like... was the first review that came up of this. <laughs> a big glass jar. <laughs> hold, <laughs> on, hold on, hold on, hold so, on. Like, 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 a, like, a, like a ball jar? Are you like, talking about like, one of the I things you like ferment cider in? You put the like, jar in the bucket. I, I think it's a growler, baby. <laughs> like, oh I, I like to think it's like a big like uh, thing you'd make beer or cider yeah, yeah, in, yeah. and it's like a giant gen chem jar. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Gen chem jar, for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Gen chem jar. Yeah, uh, right so, <laughs> so in the end of the... A gen chem jar? Do you not know gen chem? Yeah. Oh, I know it. <laughs> yeah, gen chem jar. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That sounds like the name of a buckethead pie. Oh, it really it? does. Yeah. <laughs> I just haven't heard about that in a long time. Pike, yeah. Pike 420. Jen Kim Tar. There you go, dog. That's yeah. the name of the episode. Comment fine, it. Fine. <laughs> uh, Gross. No, it's pretty good. Okay. Let's get back to this. Important shit. So, in, yeah, in the yeah. end of the day, I use a big glass jar on the front of the Franken beans so I can pee at the same time. Don't do it at home. 
So I he's mean, putting his dick in a glass jar while he's sitting yeah, on the yeah. thing. So he can, yeah, like, so he has to have two separate receptacles. He has two separate receptacles. Because his fucking monster dong is so huge, it won't fit in this fucking five-gallon bucket. I mean... Which is like... Why does he need it to fit? I, I kind of want to see this. Like, dude must be packing. He, he, can you... Yeah. It's Hewlett Packard over here. Hewlett no, you do not want to see a picture of no, uh So, <laughs> Amazon user Arcevella says, one star verified purchase. Seven people found this helpful. The product came broken and used. The toilet arrived <laughs> dirty. <laughs> <laughs> no! I don't want that. No, no, hold on, hold on. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> the toilet arrived dirty. Covered in dog hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I bought I bought this product to take fucking shits in. It's a bucket. I'm going to defecate in, but there's dog hair on it. It's dirty. Why? What the fuck? He's more like happening. Why? But also like. The mystery unravels. What does it matter? Like the mystery unravels. Why are here. all these people buying shit buckets? <laughs> there can't. There's camping. so many reviews. They it had like forty five thousand reviews or something. Wow. It was crazy. Everybody who camps, more or less, these days has one of these nice. things. Yeah. This is one of the many. This is one of the many reasons I don't camp because I don't want like a, a complicated yeah, it's gross. toilet it's situation. No. Yeah. yeah. It's gross. Camping is gross. Like camping is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking get with fucking being in the first world. Stop living yes. in the woods. Get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. No, I agree. It's, it's wild. Like there are a lot of reviews of this. It was there are a lot of people complaining their monster hogs would not fit in the bucket. Uh, there's one very lengthy review. Okay, actually, can we back up? Can we just back up, guys? I don't think s- I realized what you guys did with your dongs when you sit on the <laughs> can toilet. Picture of this shit bucket. Well, can you share? Your- what do you? What so do you, you have think to tuck it? You tuck. Wait, no, what did you kind think of, was you, happening? Yeah, do I you, mean. It, it is depends. this is this the only time you guys pee <clears throat> sitting down? So so uh, I'm gonna take. I'm this just one asking. Real quick. I mean, I guess it's so, I normally wouldn't have asked you two about to teach me this thing. It, but since it, it, it depends, it depends, and it really depends on a lot of things. Like a the size of your dong, also the placement of your dong, because a lot of a lot of people don't realize that don't have dongs, or that even do have dongs. Like sometimes your dong is like. You know, centered right up here. Sometimes it's like right near. What do you mean up here? Right, right near the gooch. Like it, dong placement varies on people. I've, I've on, seen, trust me, seen on, a lot of dogs. I know, me too. Me, I've had a lot of dogs. <laughs> uh, I mean, they all are the same groin. I don't. I mean, you're kind of pointing at your belly button. No, that's the thing. It's like uh, the range between belly button and gooch. It like sometimes dongs are like right next to the belly button. Sometimes they're right next to the gooch. Like there <laughs> is at least a belly button there's dong. at least like four inches. Robin, have you of, ever seen a belly button dong? Of natural dong placement. I mean, those are those are rare. In like okay. the, the ones right next to the gooch. Like the underdongs are also super rare. Okay, so, so if you have a, if you have and, a gooch dong, you can. Tuck. And so there's this bell curve <laughs> of distribution, right? You see. It's uh, it's statistical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, I, I heard about this in Pike three eleven relative to dong placement. <laughs> relative dong yeah, placement. Yeah. Yes, that's that's correct. That's. I mean, it hasn't been released yet, but the liner notes spell it out. Pretty they really well. do. Yeah. Uh, no. Dan, Dan Monty is really passionate about this one. So, so. you guys, if you have to sit, yeah. you'll you'll just sit and do both things. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Most it, most of the time, when you have to take a shit, you're peeing as yeah. well. It's most of the time. I'd say like 50 to 75% of the time. 
Terry, we had this conversation fame? with someone recently. I can't remember. <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah. Speaking of this before. conversation, Amazon user Corey Gilchrist left this review uh, uh, only a month ago. Look at that. Ooh. So recent. A, the hot off a, the press is four stars, verified purchase. No one found this review helpful. <laughs> <laughs> An emergency ass saver. <laughs> that sounds like a helpful cool. comment. It's, it does. They paid a pitch so, of a bucket. They left an extremely long review that we're only going to read an excerpt from because it describes. Please tell me it's graphic. It's incredibly graphic and describes mm. how they use this can, bucket can you, in detail. Can you, can, can you send me the link so I can listen to Primus and jerk <laughs> off to this later? Nice. There's a lot of talk about like garbage bags. And, I don't know what's worse. Yeah, it, there's a lot of good stuff. Bo- both? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why I pair the two together is because I feel like they're the most, both, the most sorted activity you could possibly gross. engage in. <laughs> that is yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, Primus is filthy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they so, really yeah, they, they included even a, like a numbered list of their order of operations for how they use the bucket. It's very... I would save them. I'm going to... So, in I, case we're of skip emergency ass. Yeah, they, no, but we're going to go to like... Did they have like a flow chart? Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you need to take a shit? Also a pee? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. looks like. I don't understand. Exactly, Is it like exactly. a... It's probably. It's like what royal pee? Have you seen yeah. royals? Like, uh, yes, Spencer, it's like royals Spencer, potty. Spencer, can you yes. can you share a, a like a photo of this bucket? Uh-huh. Put it in the chat. Thing. Uh, yeah. 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 I can. Uh, I. I. It's just a. It's just a big blue bucket. It's literally just a blue bucket. I need to see it. Like it's a. It's it a, doesn't have like a seed no, or anything on it. Blue five like, gallon what? bucket. You, people it's buy five gallon bucket? buckets to shit in. Yeah, but but it's just branded as you take a dump in here, but it's just a regular just a regular bucket. It, has, it doesn't no, have a it seat like a on lid top, so your butt and a seat on top. Oh, so it, do, it does have a but seat. Like, so well, okay, it doesn't okay, really that, have a seat. It just has different. a lid on top with like a flap. Like you can lift it up, and there's like a hole, <laughs> and that's it. But it doesn't have. It's not set up like a toilet no. at all. There's no like toilet. No. Seats I was picturing like a like a royal's training potty. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was. Yeah, basically a bucket with an actual kind of like makeshift toilet seat yes. on top of it. It's removed. Yeah, that's basically no? that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it has yes. like okay, it has so like it is bags kind of- that go inside it, so that like they attach to the lid, I think, and then you like shit into the bag. Tie it up like your dog oh, do. That's that sounds. Yeah, um, yeah it sounds good. Uh, yeah. So this, they have, in this very long review, and it's very detailed and very graphic. Um, they have one all caps section of the review, and right. that all. As we call it, a Jordan Vine Yeah, section. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, but, like, I don't think that they're necessarily yelling this. I think that they're just exclaiming it with, you know, great interest. Um, and they say, It saved my butt twice in two years from crapping myself at work during that urgent feeling. Worth having the bucket. <laughs> he keeps it in his truck Where at does all he times. Work? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he, I mean, he's he got to be that. like work construction uh, so or something. I right? see the need for these buckets. Do you yeah, want to know? Like, yeah. I can tell you. Yeah, I do. I do. I hope he just works in an office and he just keeps it under his desk, even though it's like yeah. his <laughs> so walking distance to the restroom. He's just like, so what, what's, <laughs> well, what's great is that he actually lists the business he works for in this <laughs> review, which oh, is kind of amazing. This is amazing. Please. So he just says here the very first sentence of this review is, I work out of a van as a fertilizer tech for lawn doctor. 
Oh, no, he's a fertilizer salesman. You know who also you know who was a fertilizer salesman? Scott Peterson, the guy who killed his pregnant wife. Yeah, yeah, right. He was a fertilizer salesman. It's a weird bunch. A weird lot. Shits in his van in a bucket, which is, I mean, whatever. You know, he's a fertilizer. I mean. Spencer, if you really want to get into bodily functions in your van, we can Let's, go over your life nah, story like, at some that's, point. That's well-trodden territory. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I do have a full two hours on that I've been meaning to release that for a while. That is true, <laughs> yeah. Living in the van was a time. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so that's that's Corey Gilchrist's review. Great job, Corey. I hope you... Thanks, you Corey. <laughs> Thanks, Corey. Yeah. Cool bucket I'm sorry. Corey, Cor- Corey into house. <laughs> How, wait, how much is this thing? Did uh, you already was, say, Spencer? I think it's $27. Oh, yeah, that sounds worth it. Do you have to buy new bags? Uh? Yeah, you would have to. Yeah. Be, well, I mean... I, buy their I bags. Mean, That's what no, they get you. You, you can reuse bags. the bags if you want to. I mean, like, I just don't know if you want to do that. Like that. Yeah, you just, like, you know, throw it in the shower for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, stomp it down uh, the drain, then, you know, you're back in action, baby. Bring it in, throw it. I mean, everything's reusable if you're gross <laughs> That's enough. That's true. Let's That's be true. honest. Uh, that is true. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we're going to wrap things up. We're going to leave it off on the, on one final note, and this is going back to YouTube for a second here. And there was a, an exclamation here that I, I think it's a single word. It's a single word comment, and it's not a word. It's a, a made-up word, and I like it. And <clears throat> YouTube user, dog machine, says... <laughs> One year ago. Incredible name. Incredible name. <laughs> That's like a 90s band. Oh, 100%. Straight up. Just a 90s indie oh, band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they're like light, shoegaze light, you know, like Britpop, mm. kind of like that sort of shit. Um, yeah, anyways. Dog Machine says one year ago, Trugular. <laughs> Trugular. Yeah, yeah. All caps. So it's like tubular and... Jugular, yeah. and and like and like factual, like, so like factual. true, jugular, factual, so like very so visceral and it's true, true and, like, and it keeps you alive. It's, yeah, yeah, it's true on like a base level of human. I get that. Like, uh, I mean, you need to shit somewhere. And wait, is this on the Pike review? You, or for, this is from YouTube, bro. This is still the no, bucket, this still Robin. The, this is still the shit no, bucket. No, it's not. Which I mean, it's not. I, I YouTube. Did you go back to the Pikes? I said it. Yeah. Oh, Man, Spencer, yeah, stop this. You can't jerk us around. Yes, like we that. can. <laughs> Pay attention. I'm too busy jerking myself around underneath my desk. Oh, yeah, all right? I can sense. see both yeah, your hands. Yeah. yeah. But, anyways, <laughs> Trugular, it's a fine statement. We love to hear it. I Trugular to you and Trugular to me forever. That's a statement from the Bucket Void. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, what do y'all got to recommend to us? Yeah. Us? I already said us. American Horror Story. Okay, like, so yeah, well, let's, yeah, ask, let's go true. deeper on it. I got one. So the Ronnie James Dio, who's one of my all-time oh. you know, uh, so not, legends. So not God. Dio, just like, Ronnie. Yeah, Wait, he, is, he is like, the he is like the God the to be. Only he, um, his birthday was a few days ago, by the way. July it? 10th. Oh, July oh, 10th, yeah. Um, he was working on an autobiography. What? Right before, you know, in the years leading up to him dying of gastric mm-hmm. cancer. And mm-hmm. he died. And um, his wife, Wendy, and Robin mm-hmm. Mick Wall oh. finished it. Oh, interesting. And it's being released in um, two weeks. And it's really? it's being billed, you know, 
it's, it's being released by the DO state mm-hmm. as his, it's an autobiography. So he got a lot of it done. And Wendy and Mick yeah. Wall just sort of like pieced the rest together. So That's it's awesome. actually, it's, um, I ordered, I pre-ordered it. It is a silly, but I pre-ordered my copy and it's going to be That's side. Awesome. No. It's going to be signed by Wendy Dio. Oh, that's pretty sick. Yeah. And, uh, God, I'm like, want to cry just thinking about it. But uh, no. that's what's um, an exciting kind of new thing if people no. are interested in the life of the greatest um, front man of all time. Yeah. And actually, yeah, my recommendation, uh, I had something else, but I'm just going to tack onto that instead. Um, uh, Dio, his solo stuff is amazing. But in my opinion, the greatest material he ever put out was with a uh, Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. Um, uh, obviously, Rainbow. Listen, listen is to the first, my favorite. The first three Rainbow albums: uh, Long Live Rock and Roll, Rainbow Rising, and um, uh, I think just Rainbow. Um, like no, uh, no, it's no, it's it's uh, Richie Blackmore's Rainbow, Rainbow Rising, and then Long Live Rock and Roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the first three. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Richie, the first three. The first one's called Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. Uh, rainbow Rising is a phen- yeah, it is slaps so phenomenal. Hard. I have originals of all the Rainbow albums. I even have originals of the post-Dio stuff <laughs> because Blackmore is, I'm a huge Deep Purple fan. So uh, I, I like the Rainbow stuff even post-Dio. Oh. So I, I like those, it, those 80s. Right. It's all those, right. I like, they're um, different records. They're almost yeah, pop records, I mean, but I like them. But, but, uh, but those first three Rainbow records but as you know, any are, group, are masterpieces. Yeah, any group oh, that has sure, Dio, yeah. after they have Dio, they just don't put out Anything mm-hmm. nearly as good. Well, you know, my most, like my most controversial Sabbath. opinion, my most uh, controversial what, opinion. What is Heaven and Hell Heaven your favorite Black Sabbath? Best <laughs> Sabbath yes! record? Yes, it is. It yes! is. Yeah. Absolutely. It is. Absolutely. Really because, really and, and, and so the excerpts they're releasing, they're kind of releasing little excerpts from this autobiography. And the first one they released was Dio talking about the pressure mm-hmm. of of joining Black Sabbath. And oh, at this point, oh, oh, in the late like, 70s- You have to was, try to be as good as Ozzy. Like, but he never was going to try that. Obviously, no, no, right. No, Ozzy's, that wasn't his Ozzy's concern. His Ozzy, it wasn't Ozzy necessarily, but this is the late 70s, and this is before Brian Johnson replaced Bon Scott, okay? So that was like the biggest right. frontman switchover oh, that's ever sure. happened. But yeah. uh, he, he was just like, back in the late 70s, this was an unheard of feat to, to pull off successfully. Mm. Right. And you know, obviously, with heaven and hell, and Bob rules specifically. I mean, they, Mom, Bob it. rules is actually super fucking they're, good too. Yeah, yeah. so I, I love I, both I, those albums. I do too. Yeah, yeah, they're bangers yeah. for so, sure. Yeah, and long live, long live rock and roll, long live Dio. Oh yeah, oh, um, yeah. Dio was straight up a forever goat. Missed. Like, yeah, uh, Dio is one of those odd cases where he only had like three octaves of vocal range, which impresses nobody. And they started high. Yeah. But, but he's still like the greatest, one of the greatest vocalists ever with one of the most limited ranges. Like Ozzy actually has a greater range than Dio, but he sucks so much more. (laughs) I mean, Ozzy, they're just different. Like, like Dio was a truly gifted. Oh no. Dio Dio, Dio almost had like pitch perfect. Like, yes. I, you know, I've seen like Ozzy live. Like, you Ozzy's know, he was a fine. Ozzy was just Ozzy. Yeah, no, yeah. Ozzy's just a crazy rocker, whereas Dio totally. was a fucking technician. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. Like uh, even an elf. Like that. Oh, elf too. Uh-huh. And then yeah. uh, <clears throat> Ronnie Dio and the Diamonds. Is it like the the duop record they right. did? So um, I don't know if they're going to be playing in in Seattle, but um, the last in line is Dio's band. So it's a Dio band that recorded the Dio records. Sans Dio, obviously, and they 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 tour. They play gigs, and and uh, it's it's yeah, it's 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 um like Vinnie Pieces there, oh, like shit. all the guys are there. And 
I have tickets for it at uh, the whiskey coming up. I'm really, really excited to see that. It's like <clears throat> as much as I feel like it's a fair and honorable tribute to Dio. Like normally I, I don't consider it a cover band because it is Dio. Dio was the band, yeah. you know, but, but, but it was James also Dio Ronnie was the James man. Dio, Dio yeah. was the band. And um, I, I think it's going to be pretty incredible to see them play those songs. I'm really, really excited That's about it. That's sick as fuck. Vinnie Peace. Um, yeah. Banger. Hell yeah. Love that. Uh, yeah. Robin, what do you have to uh, recommend to us this week? Um, I was going to say I had a Baja Blast last night at <clears throat> 1 a.m. Oh, I highly recommend. Mm, yeah, Brit, Brit's about it. Brit's about the zero sugar. I, I, I'm about the Baja Blast. Zero. zero I had a Baja sugar. Blast. Yeah, BBC's. Oh, you have no idea. The golf Baja Blast, straight Somet- up. So, yeah. so. I had a I had a fun thing the other day, and I'm actually gonna. I hate to interrupt this, but um, I, I asked this of, of uh, Spencer, and you might know it, Robin. So I'm gonna ask Tara. What What do you believe the flavor of Baja Blast is supposed to be? So Robin and I have discussed this. At oh late. my god! <laughs> and didn't Robin? Didn't we decide that it was Powerade, Powerade and Sprite? And Sprite. Blue Powerade and Sprite. I don't know that that's Sprite, a flavor right? that it's trying no, to. No, so, so, I, I I think that it's like vanilla pineapple. So I, I've actually looked into. I have no idea. Actually, uh, I've, I've looked into the marketing and food science of all of the Mountain Dew flavor. Oh, yeah, I mean, not, there's I, a lot of Mountain. I really need oh, to reassess my life. Dew. I'm in the like, Mountain Dew Discord. Like, I got the <laughs> wow. Okay, well, we need to reassess our lives. But I am actually aware <laughs> we went of a phase in what every single Mountain Dew is supposed to be. Okay, and uh, Baja Blast is specifically supposed to be tropical lime. Okay. But what is actual Mountain Dew then? Mountain, right. Okay, so oh, wait, Ma- Mountain lime. Dew in in order is lime, lemon, grapefruit. In in uh, it used to be lime, le- uh, lemon, grapefruit, orange. So lime's but the they, top note, grapefruit's yep. the bottom yeah, that makes note. Sense. And Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it tastes nothing like that. But okay. Yeah. One in the morning. I mean, it, I mean, it was initially uh, made to be specifically a mixer with whiskey, which is why they call it Mountain Dew because oh. it's like. Like Tullamore Dew, like yeah. the Mountain Dew of Ireland. But uh, if you've ever tasted the two of them together, you'll know that that is. Um, Sounds terrible. No, it's Sales. just like they 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 spend like years on this. Whiskey is meant to be like chugged out of the bottle. Oh yeah, like you know. whis- whiskey it- is a thing for like shit bags only, and shit bags do drink Mountain Dew, but separately from the yes. whiskey. So yeah, that's yeah. true. Definitely. Yeah, so uh, Robin Spencer. had a BBZ at 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. That's a Hell terrible yeah. choice. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, Spencer, would, yeah. you got anything I mean, you to recommend just, At that week? point, just do some cocaine. I don't know why. Um, okay. <sighs> don't don't tempt me with a great time. It's, <laughs> it's ruined my life. Yeah. Uh, Spencer, what do you got oh, to recommend? Oh, my God. <laughs> the only thing I can recommend to anyone is don't move because it sucks. <laughs> Okay. Holy shit. That we yeah. on, on a similar note, I'd recommend not helping your <laughs> friends move because they'll fucking um, uh, uh, shaft you on a fucking falafel Damn. deal. Yeah, it's really racist. Yeah, it's I really hate fucking hate fucked I hate up. That. Not talking about anyone specifically on this Damn. podcast currently right now, yeah. but it does happen. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, it does. Apparently, apparently, this is something to watch out for. I'm learning apparently new things so, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Is it time? Yeah, it was unfortunately, a good, good. unfortunately, it is time. Okay, I'm sorry. We we have to. Uh, I am obligated by contract <laughs> by law, now, actually, to, to close this show out with um, some jokes that I have written over the last week concerning Buckethead oh. and other metal that we talk about. Oh.
Is that the joke? Bucket joke. All right. Why did the Red Hot Chili Peppers turn down Buckethead when he tried out to play for them in the early 1990s? I don't know why. Give it away something. Wait, hold on. Robin, this isn't a real, it's a joke. I know. I'm looking for like, because he was too under the bridge or something like that. He was over the bridge. Uh-huh. Well, he was uh, unwilling to accept the extra chromosome required to play in the game. <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> That's uh, the kind of jokes that I was- <laughs> That was good. Okay, keep going. <laughs> what, uh, what sport is Alice in Chains the worst at? Speedball. Oh. <laughs> That's low. All right, they're <laughs> down in a hole. Speaking of people um, that were fa- like <laughs> found rotting dead in their apartments, yeah. uh, actually, on the exact same the day, uh, on the exact same day, eight years later from when Kurt Cobain blew his fucking face off. That's fun, right? April fifth. Mm, what's going my on? What's going on up there in Seattle? You got the April April blues, uh, huh? Her- heroin was is what's going on up in Seattle. You're mm. welcome. Lots of rain. Um, Lots of heroin. Yeah. Uh, why did Metallica cut their hair in the early 90s? Ugh. Well, they were dangerously close to looking like a real metal band, and they didn't want anybody to get confused. Oh. In the oh. early 90s. Oh. Uh, according to Lars Ulrich's wife, uh, first wife, Debbie Jones, what was the worst part about their divorce? <laughs> his, his drumming. <laughs> I don't think he's yeah, that bad. Baby. People talk about Lars. I just don't think he's that bad of a drummer. This is he's, r- he, really he's, good jokes. He's he's fine. He's uh, fine. What what kind of car does f- the front man of Crazy Town drive? Shifty shell shock. Shifty shell shock. Shift uh, a shift uh, stick. Uh, a stick shifty. A stick shifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a stick shifty. Yeah, you almost you almost got there. You almost got there. Um, why did Sting move all his money into offshore bank accounts last year? Is this what? Weird sex? No, no. He uh, he heard there was a movement to defund the police. Oh. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that that's one. A, did, uh, that's that's, that's actually not bad. Did uh, did, did y'all hear? I mean, you you all live in L.A., so you might um, this might be on your radar. But um, somewhere near the top of the Sunset Strip, they just opened a facility specifically designed to serve mentally ill people in the L.A. music industry. You heard about this? No. I mean, I guess, I guess technically it just reopened, but the rainbow has been closed. For I like was going to say this year. is going to be the rainbow. <laughs> it was there last weekend. Yeah, I think we should go tonight. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, right. I got well, it I mean, so cheesy. Whatever, whatever, you, whatever your therapy looks like. Um, There's a, yeah, AA meetings at the rainbow. <laughs> yeah, if you want to see a weird shit show, come with me yeah, to right? AA to get the fucking bow. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> So uh, I'm going to take this down, make it a little serious here for a moment. But uh, So in a recent collaboration with NYU's medical school and the cultural anthropology department, they have found a tribal fertility song indigenous to the Masi tribe of Africa that apparently increases women's fertility rates as much as 25 to 30%. And they're calling this the rhythm of life. Um, I thought this. Was, I of, thought this would be a sepultura joke at first, as you were going. Oh no, oh, okay. no, no! That they're they're Brazilian. Well, I know. It's at least um, in Africa. I'm like, oh, so, sepultura. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, the rhythm of life is a rough Weird translation tribes. to the mossy name for this this music and this dance. Um, 
But these uh, same researchers have also found literally the opposite sort of song from a North American nomadic tribe, which seems to correlate directly to women becoming almost completely infertile. And they're calling this uh, music the discography of Primus. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I saw you get it. I was yeah. like, uh, here comes Les Claypool. <laughs> he took <laughs> the Les Claypool. Like, like, like whenever I talk about women never having sex, it always ends with Les Claypool. I mean, <laughs> it's like women don't like Buckethead. Women don't like Primus. Oddly enough. so uh, What are other we, bands women don't like? Oddly enough, I'm, I'm uh, at, maybe uh, Dream we're going to give a call out to uh, our, our uh, a recent artistic collaboration we're having. So there is a woman in Brazil who does almost exclusively buckethead art. And we I have recently contracted wow. them to do uh, all of the art for our podcast. Which, like um, that. You know what? It's always I, in Brazil with these people. It's always in Brazil. It is. It is. I, I, but I found the one woman who listens to Buckethead. <laughs> yeah, she's in Amazing. Brazil. Gotcha. Of she is. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look, at, look at that. Look at that. Uh, why did Colonel Sanders keep his 11 herbs and spices a secret? Because all 11 of them are the flavor of the cum and shit from the unwashed hands of the 11 teenagers who work at that specific location. Jesus. Is that a joke? <laughs> I'm so confused. It's, Spencer really gets it because Spencer used to work at KIC. I did, I did, yeah. And his hands were all crusted cum and shit. That's true. <laughs> um, so what's, what's worse than falling to your death? Listening to Primus. Yeah, yeah, that. But also oh, okay. uh, being alive to hear your dad write tears in heaven about it. Oh, oh boy. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. R.I.P. to this that is Every episode you have like 50 yeah, jokes. Yeah, these are, I mean, this is it. This is great. Yeah. This is, I'm impressed. I love this podcast. I'm impressed. Um, <laughs> did, uh, did you hear about this? Um, due in part to the ongoing heat waves in North and Central America, uh, last week... Fender's Mexico factory burned to the ground. I didn't that? hear that. That's yeah. Um, so experts are calling it the worst thing that has happened to guitars since Carrie King. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> he, he fucking sucks. He's, he's, he's the worst. He's the worst one. Like, he's, he's the reason people buy BC riches. Like he's, he fucking yeah, blows. Yeah. 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 I, I I mean, you could have come up with someone worse. Like, we've talked about thrash before. Nah. You have good taste in thrash. You like fucking testament and shit. Yeah. Slayer is not good thrash. Nah. They, I don't even know. You know what? So, yeah, as, so, so if you were to have me rank my favorite slash uh, slash thrash band, Slayer is actually really low. And then yeah, my favorite because they're not then, good. And then <laughs> my favorite Slayer record is a you know mm -hmm. their most different record, which is South of Heaven, because it's like it's it's, sure. and it's could never be considered a thrash record because and that's what Slayer does well. It's, it's doomier, yeah. It's doomier. It's good, so South yeah. of Heaven, yeah. Slayer, yeah, whatever. Carrie King's cool. Slayer's a fine band. It's fine. They're not as good as Testament. They're they're not even like as good as Anthrax. And Anthrax oh, no, isn't no, no, that no. good. No, no, no. Carrie King sucks. Like he's fine. Sucks, yeah. no, like he's he he is he is uh like he's the worst guitarist in a band of four people who play guitar. That's true. Like, okay, that's funny. Like, but like, yeah, he's, ever, yeah, you're right. Straight up. <laughs> like, but, uh, no, I think um, I think only three of them play guitar. Um. Yeah. So. 
uh, y'all hear, so this actually, no, this was, I guess, three weeks ago now, um, a whistleblower published a list of all of the known, but either unconvicted or, uh, like unouted sex offenders in the entertainment industry. You'll hear about this. I did not. No. Yeah, it's uh, they published the guest list for the Whiskey A Go Go. <laughs> That's like the, I think that joke could have also worked for the Rainbow. It, it really could, yeah, have. Yeah. And, and so I had it's one joke really, for the Rainbow yeah, and one for like the Whiskey. The I'm like, yeah, they're yeah. basically the same place. It's just yeah. a bunch of like uh, dudes and losers. Like they're yeah, like dudes in their mid 30s who wear wigs and uh, leather pants who like want to be Lemmy. Um, mid 50s? You mean? Like it's it's sad. It's like what Lemmy, I'm I'm being really generous yeah, with mid 30s like, because that's, so that's the low there's bar. That's the low bar. There's so many weirdos with bad hair and leather pants that uh, are just wait. They want to be the new Lemmy of the rainbow, and it's like uh, right. And it's like you you can't possibly smell that bad. You oh. can't keep up with the the OG no, really. Like, no. <laughs> um. All right, I'm going to close it out with a, uh, a Guns N' Roses joke for you both. What's the worst part about having sex with Axl Rose? The dreadlocks, usually. Uh, no performance credit on Rocket Queen. <laughs> Not bad. That's good. Not bad. Good. Yeah, not not bad. That's that's honestly that's my family crest at this point. It's really really uh, impressed. <laughs> I don't like yeah, the so, King joke. You should get a book deal at Urban Outfitters. <laughs> God, nice. That's, that's too on brand. I hate it. Thanks. So, uh, we have come to the end of our show. So this is the little end script for y'all. Y'all are in the guest there. Uh, go ahead and say your names, and then probably your podcast one more time. Uh, this has been Britain. And this has been Spencer. And this has been Tara. And this has been Robin from uh, the November Rain podcast, Nothing Lasts Forever. You've been listening to Getting Head, a bucket cast. Stay greasy, bucket heads. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.